Hello everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Going Racing Podcast, episode number 30. Coming your way today, as usual, you have myself, Gary Owen, and I am joined by my good friends of Jay Cook. Jay, how are we doing tonight on this fine Wednesday evening? Uh, doing doing really good. Um, also happy with the result that we just had the last weekend at Indy, aside from the couple of mishaps, but uh, I was very happy with, with, how that, uh, with how this last weekend went down. I'm surprised to hear that, considering DiBenedetto didn't win in a must-win situation. Um, we have a lot of NASCAR stuff. Actually, not a lot, but just a lot to dive into today in our episode as well. We are joined by Matt O'Brien. Matt, how are we feeling? I saw you were doing NIS recently. I actually watched a little bit of it and uh, saw you finish, what, P7, I think? Yeah. Uh, machine saw. You just run in a single file line if you get out of line. It's like, it's like you know, getting ditched in the plate track. I was I wasn't surprised to see how your um, NIS race was going based off of uh, what we watched last night with the uh, E NASCAR yeah. Coca Cola yeah. Series race. Um, which we'll start with that today. Uh, before we talk about real NASCAR, is they had the regular season finale last night for the E NASCAR Coca Cola Series. At Michigan last year, it was pretty crazy on the start of the runs, and it kind of um, got spread out here and there. And it was similar this time around, other than it just it was a little bit different here and there. I think it was just with the drafting package. Um, but people saving gas. Yeah, there was a lot of fuel saving, and then of course in the last um, 30, 40. 40 laps, everything went to crap as expected. A lot of crashes. Uh, Ray Alfala had a tremendous drive towards the front, got wrecked leading, and then tried to do it again, and then he couldn't quite pull it off. But um, Matt Busa ended up picking up the victory, which is his second career win, apparently. I think they said his first one was Atlanta 2018. So almost, what, yeah, three years since he's gone to victory lane in the Coca-Cola series. Uh, but that added a lot of drama because um, there was... Of course, the new format of how you get into the playoffs this year is winning, you're in. And they only have 10 playoff spots, which I know, Matt, you weren't watching with us last night. Jay and I were watching it together. We were saying that it's surprising they only have 10 spots for, you know, a 40-car field and what is so competitive now. And, I mean, we've had 13 different winners, I think, now in 14 races or 14 winners in 15 races, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, but nonetheless, yeah. The only talking point I have, I guess, is do you think 10 playoff spots is enough, or should there be more? I'll start with you, Matt. Shouldn't be winning and get in. But do you, do you still think there should be more than 10 spots? Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't... Like, if you're already 11th in points, do you really have a shot? Yes, because everyone's so close, right? Right. Like, how many races have we done? Fourteen or fifteen. What? I'm looking at the site right now because I I want to get this right. Um, I want to see this. Uh, we have done fourteen, and the most top tens is eight. Grand Bowling, the points overall points, it only has six top tens. It's so close. 
So yeah, that just goes to show how competitive the series has gotten. Now it's it's actually yeah. insane. He would have yeah, missed the playoffs so... if he didn't win at uh, Watkins Glen because they the regular season champion does not get in without a win in Coca Cola. Wow. wow, that's that's brutal. Man, that would feel so wrong. It would. But thankfully, he uh, is uh, able to. I mean, I I I personally feel like the win and get in in the Coke series is the right Dumped. way to do it, just with how close it is. But, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna have win and get in, I guess it's hard because it's like you only do one round, right? Of mm-hmm. the elimination thing. So I guess I think ten's a fine number. It's just. When it makes sense for that series if they expand the playoffs. Yes. With it, with it how it is at the current moment, it doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, Jay. I mean, obviously, we talked about it ourselves last night. Is yeah. I mean, with the wind and you're in, it's definitely it makes more sense to have more spots. But if there wasn't a win and you're in, tens okay. I mean, and Matt mentioned how few races there really are in the playoffs as well. You really wouldn't be able to do a good elimination style format, anyways, unless you add more events, which I'm hoping they do. I want more events in this series next year. Um, but Busa won. I think I'm not a hundred percent sure. Is there a playoff grid out there? Because I don't know. Did Lutza get eliminated or not? Yeah, Lutza's out. Yeah, he's okay. eliminated. That, that's that's wild. There, he to think that Busa got him. He's 19 no points. Yeah, yeah. If there was no new winner, he would have fine so a, a defending champion out misses the playoffs alfala misses again for the third year ottinger. in a row i think yeah ottinger never yeah like what's with well, the deal he, with winning been... a championship and then just deciding to retire well i mean i guess ottinger has been pretty quiet this season but like he was up front and then his internet went out or something yeah yeah he lost connection pretty early Trag- a, a tragedy a storm went through the North yeah. Carolina or Charlotte area. The thing I is, think. like, okay, he finished basically dead last, right? Yeah. Man, it, it it just feels so wrong that like these people that like I don't know. I just don't like the one in with the how Coke is. I agree. Um, I don't think it should be a thing. I mean, I don't think winning your end should be a thing in normal real NASCAR either. So yeah, um, I agree. But the playoffs will be starting. I don't know what track is the first. Arlington, I think. Oh, that'll be interesting. First playoff race at Darlington. Arlington, Bristol, and then... Oh, my God. Talladega's the cutoff. Oh. Oh, my God. It's Darlington, Bristol, Dega. Oh, my God. And is the finale at Phoenix this year, or are they doing Homestead again? Texas. Oh. Texas. Ah, I remember. Why? I remember when we talked about it at the beginning of the year. Now we were like, yeah, "What the I heck did. are they doing?" Yeah. Ah, come on, iRacing. Who the heck thought of that? Well, I guess it's probably how it lines up. It lines up with the real yeah. schedule, I assume. October twelfth. Well, no, because Texas is no longer on the. Yeah, it is. Wait, did it we? Is, oh, wait, no, we only did the All Star race. That's right. I was thinking we already did Texas, but that was just for the All Star race. Oh God, another race there still. Um, lovely. Yeah. Speaking 500, of five hundred miles of the torture. Yes, that 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 race in specific always brings back terrible memories. So, uh, uh, Brad Kozlowski, no comment. Um, real NASCAR was on this weekend. 
I think we got a lot to talk about today for that. And um, that was NASCAR at the Indianapolis Road Course. We're going to start off calm with the Xfinity race. I only saw a little bit of it. I think I legitimately can't remember much other than Austin Sindrick winning the thing. Um, Jay, you seem to watch more of the Xfinity races. Did you see a bunch of it at all? Uh, actually, no, I didn't. I, I didn't. Uh, watch, uh, well, something in this race also affected Sunday. Well, the orange Back curve. One. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. They all that left little curb that's like why is it there in the first place over to the left side at a turn six on that runoff area obviously nascar doesn't want people abusing the the track limits but with the way nascar is it was in an area where drivers are going to use and get away with but they put it there anyway that's also that's also like their argument if they don't want drivers abusing track limits i, I find that argument extremely like stupid and pointless because nascar doesn't really have track limits they don't have necessarily i mean they, they have penalties for completely cutting the course but they don't necessarily have actual track limits and like go over with the drivers you can't go outside of this line and all this kind of stuff like i i, I found that argument for nascar using those really dumb now the one to the inside they definitely did need to use that and they they stated their reasoning for that one so that made sense but the one on the outside just to avoid them hitting the grass okay well then the grass could be what avoids them from hitting the grass, not a yellow thing that's going to send you flying into the air that you can't avoid because it's on the outside where you're gonna where your car is gonna go. And that's what happened that on lap one. That was really stupid. Um, Harrison Burton, I think Brandon Jones, a whole and, bunch of them. Yeah, a whole bunch of cars hit this. Harvick, Brandon Brown. Harvick had a fun yeah. weekend. Um, <clears throat> but a whole bunch of these guys hit this yellow curb and go up in the air. Destroy the cars. The race is over, pretty much. And well, Harrison Burton finished ninth. Yeah, I think he was like the only one that continued and did something. Um, I know, like Harvick. I don't know if they got him back out on track or not. I did. I was. I think I actually watched the whole race because I I watched that part live because I was home for it. So I must have watched it all. I just completely forgot about it. But, it started by the time you were home, so you probably did. Yeah. Um, but that happened. There was a car that. I uh, hit the inside curb, the turtle kind of thing in turn six and went flying <laughs> up yeah. in the air. He did like a big old wheelie and I don't even know who it was, some dude. And um, that that was really the talking point of the whole race. I mean, Sunday they were still showing that. They're like, look at this guy yesterday that went up in the air. Um, Little did we know. It's It was about to get even better. But Cindric wins the race, so congrats to him. That's his what third or fourth win, I think. Fifth. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, he he's impressed me a lot. Coming from, I think I've talked about it before, but someone that comes from a road racing background has done really good. He's improved drastically on oval racing. I respect it. I don't Man, think next, um, next he impressed a lot. Cup be, uh... yet. Um, next year, next year, they're going to be a snooze fest. Yeah, who, are they, who are they going to have? Ty Gibbs killing everybody. Oh, yeah. But Ty Gibbs, AJ Allmendinger. Uh, I'm calling it Gibbs. now. Ty Gibbs will only win two or three races. 
Oh. You're insane. This what is other competition is this, he going to no, have? I understand. This has happened before where someone will get into the part-time ride for a top-tier car like JGR, JRM, tear it up, win a bunch, full-time ride, don't do nearly as well. Yeah, who was the last one to do that? I can't even remember. <laughs> and then, and your argument is now invalid. I, I'm telling you though, it's happened because I've been thinking that the whole year. I'm like, this is going to happen again. Mark my words. Uh, August 18th, 2021, 7.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ty Gibbs wins three or less. Three or less races Ty Gibbs wins in Xfinity next season. He's already won three this year. I'm well aware. Who's his competition? Like races. He's got to watch What is his out. competition? Ryan Sieg. Ty Gibbs is ahead of him in points. Justin Allgaier. Speaking of Ryan Sieg. Well. Did I miss something? I guess uh, you like did. Oh, his crew chief got, yeah, yeah. He got suspended, but then not only did he get suspended, the team was like, nah, you're done, and fired him afterwards. Oh. Rip. Ooh. Oh, yeah, so I guess he did something. Shane like, Wilson. Actually bad. I, he used to be, uh, I think it was with Boyer sure for, chief, right? yeah, I think it was with Boyer in the 33 car like a decade ago. Yeah, he's been around the sport for a while, so that's good. I mean, now he's Ryan getting fired from really a, a low-tier Xfinity team. Okay, I wouldn't call them low-tier, but they're not high-tier Xfinity either. Okay, mid-tier. For what they're working with and for what Ryan Sieg, and I think his brother as well, I'm pretty sure his brother's with him, for what they, for what they have, they perform extremely well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Sendrick won the race and um then that leads us to the cup race and that's of course uh, a lot to talk about before we dive into it i want to hear your thoughts on the overall racing not counting um the finish which we'll dive into plenty but the actual racing i thought was pretty good i want jay what did you think of the overall racing product at indianapolis so much better than the oval uh it was just once again another road course that i enjoyed this year and and i think every single road course race has been an enjoyable race and and some of the best racing this entire season uh and and that race was just it, it was it, it was wild i remember watching the xfinity race and seeing how the restarts were especially and just knowing going into the Cup Series race, okay, this is this is probably going to be wild. And it was. There was lots of passing, lots of really, really big moves made into Turn 1 off of restarts. Uh, and and it was just really fantastic racing that I enjoyed a lot. Um, and, you know, then we got towards the end of the race and the, the Mega Chaos started happening. Which was something else. <laughs> yeah. Matt? What did you it think really of the actual? The race, well, no, I, I don't think it ruined race. it. Yeah, um, Matt, what did you uh, think of the racing? Uh, I thought it was better than the uh, oval, but uh, um, probably, yeah, it was good. I mean, I, I, it was better than the oval. So, I I put it top five of the year for me again, like Watkins Glen. Just because, I mean, there was a lot of passing going on. I mean, they had a lot of passing zones that were set up really well. And, I mean, it was just overall good racing. 
there was just about everything you want in a race. There was still some like spins and crashes. There was still some drama involved. There was nice passing and great racing going on. There was strategy involved, uh, which I mean, we get at all road courses now because of stage breaks. But you know, still there, the strategy is still there, and it at least makes it somewhat interesting to follow along with and and see some guys have to come through the field if they uh, catch an untimely caution or or just wind up with a strategy that puts them in the back of the field for a restart. Um, so it had pretty much everything you want in a race, and then towards the end, it got a little bit out of what you want to see. Um. So first of all, everyone was not happy that we were going to the road course. Like, mm-hmm. well, not everyone, but uh, yeah, that was the, that the was loud, a yeah, the loud negative majority on Twitter were not happy that we were going oh, to the I road course. We were talking about drivers. There was oh, drivers as well that were very oh, unhappy. Harvick. Kevin oh, Har- Harvick, Kevin, Kevin Boomer Harvick, same guy that whined about the rain. Um. That was not surprising. I knew he was going to be complaining all weekend long. That's why I found it hilarious. He wrecked in both races. Um, Kislowski's little post after, he's like, I'm ready for some oval racing. Um, well, like, You're going to crash on the ovals too, the bro. I'm going to be honest. I don't think that was anything to do with the road course anymore. I thought it was at first, and then I actually thought about it. I was like, wait. He's had two, for, he's, two rough weeks. Yeah, yeah. he's just ready to get back to Well, he's been bad on all road courses. Better this season. Um, but, yeah, I mean, drivers are vocal, and then... Everyone's like, well, the oval's better. We haven't even seen a race on the road course at this point. They're like, the oval's better. I mean, they're like, the oval's put on great races at Indianapolis. You you cannot go back. 15, 20 years ago? Yes. Since We've I've started had, like, watching. two great finishes the last five years, but the rest of those races were awful. Like, even, uh, even before those great finishes, the, the actual, like, yes. whole entire race was terrible. Everyone always talks about, um, I think, 2017. When Kyle Busch and Truex wrecked each other, you mean oh, you mean the race where Kyle Busch was dominating and leading yeah. everything, and then a late race restart caused some chaos, and it made uh-huh. everybody think the race was amazing. The the race was horrendous. They wrecked each other, and it got good. And what's funny about this is the end of that race turned into a clown show that we saw at the road course. But apparently, because it was on the oval, that's actually good. But when that happens on a road course, it's just embarrassing for NASCAR. I think- I think this was one of the first, A, it was the first mm-hmm. time they've been to that track, and, and IndyCar, obviously, or not IndyCar, sorry, Indianapolis, they, they kind of screwed up with the curbs, but it's the first time NASCAR's been to that track, so obviously they're going to, next time they come there, things will be different. But we've been, how many ovals have we seen where, especially Daytona and Talladega, where races turn into that, and they get even worse than what we just saw on Sunday, but you never see anybody clowning NASCAR like they did on this Sunday. I mean, people still clown NASCAR and say, you know, your decisions were dumb and things, but the the just overall negative response on Sunday was the most overwhelming thing I've seen. I mean, everything was complained about and it, it literally, I had to get off Twitter. I, that was one of the first times I've ever just had to get off Twitter because I couldn't stand what, what I was looking at. It was well, awful. The last time I looked at Jeff Gluck's poll for the race, 40% had said the race was not good. And I was like, you guys um, are stupid so as crap. I hit, well, I know, so out of the last six Indianapolis races, where what position do you think the road I, course finished? I think I saw it was like fifth. Yes, it was fifth. Yeah, if you that's ridiculous. You like that was that is ridiculous. The best Indianapolis race I have ever seen. Without the clownery at the end, hands down the best one. The the ovals, it's. 
the last five, it's six long. years have been 130, and, 140 laps of just nothing. And then maybe yeah. 10, 15, 20 laps. Oh, some stuff happens. Oh, and everyone's like, oh, the last, you know, 10% of that race was really good. Therefore, the whole thing was good. No. And the argument for, oh, it's not as prestigious. It hasn't oh. been prestigious for like 15 years now. It was only huge for the first you two want, or you so want years. Know, you want to know when it wasn't prestigious anymore? 2008. The tire, it, tire it was thing. no longer the Brickyard 400 huge, massive win that we've seen. Even the Coke 600 or Darlington 500 is not that huge crown jewel. I mean, they're still crown jewels, and they're still huge races you want to win, but they're not the massive weight they used to carry 20, 15, 20 years ago. They're I not those Darlington's same races anymore. Back. Yeah, Darlington's kind of had a resurgence a little bit. I like, but... like on, on, honestly, like... Obviously, the Daytona 500 is like the big one. Honestly, I'd put Darlington second at this point. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, well. yeah. Darlington, Darlington 500 or Southern 500, sorry, is still a big prestigious race. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't carry the crown jewels are not as huge and massive. And oh my God, they're clown, crown, uh, crown jewel races. 10 million people are going to tune into this thing because there's one special race on the schedule. No, it's it's truly, especially the spectators now, it's truly just another race on the schedule. That's how I look at and, it. Exactly. And so, I mean, the Daytona 500 is truly the only one left now where everybody's like, okay, this is a huge, massive race. This doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel like a season race. It just feels like it's its its own standalone thing. Everybody cares about the Daytona 500, and then the schedule moves on. So, I yep. mean, people arguing for this race being so prestigious and a crown jewel and stuff, no. It, it's I mean, not anymore. It's a win at Indy, no matter what, on a road course or oval, is still going to be a win in Indianapolis. It doesn't mean that it's any less just because you had to make right and left turns instead of just all left. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, crown jewel or not, if you can't put on a good race in over a decade, be gone. <laughs> like, get off the schedule. That's why NASCAR changed it to a road course. They haven't done a everybody, good thing in a decade. Uh, the thing as well as everybody complains about how boring this package is and how boring these races can be and stuff, yet they want the probably most boring race on the schedule to constantly be there year in and year out and just constantly be 400 miles of nothing. Well, okay, probably 390 miles of nothing and then the last 10 miles are, oh, we might get a really exciting finish, we might not, depending on if there's a caution. So, I mean, right. like, I I just, I don't understand how people can be clamoring for boring races and, and boring packages and then want this race, the most boring of them all, no matter what packages ran there, to stay. I don't get it. it. It's it's dumb. The road course is much better. We had a fantastic race up until the last little bit started happening. Five laps. It's so much better than we've had there the last 10 years. You You can take all the last 10 years combined and it would not beat out uh, what we had this Sunday. It, it's it's just the road course is, is much better than the oval. Um, One thing I want to bring up before we dive into the race, because I know I'll forget it if I don't bring it up now. Uh, William Byron was talking about the next-gen car with road course racing. And I had brought up something like the same thing earlier in the year, Um, how I was like thinking this could be the, what happens, and he kind of brought up the same thing was... um. He thinks it's going to get a lot more spread out at road courses and not be as like crazy anymore because the next gen car is going to be easier to drive at road courses. And that I, I was like, I feel like the almost spectacle of NASCAR road course racing could kind of be gone after this year. Yeah, he he does have a point. I somebody else, uh, I think it was on Race Hub or or sometime when Fox still had coverage. 
they brought up the point that the spectacle and the enjoyment of watching NASCAR, especially road courses, comes from how hard these cars are to drive at them because they're not meant for road course racing. They are huge, heavy cars that we put on road courses and tell them to go run 80 laps on a road course and just beat and bang it out and, and all this kind of stuff. So they're heavy They're heavy cars going around those tracks that are designed for light F1 cars, Indy cars, uh, GT cars, what have you, to go around there. And we bring heavy stock cars to it. And so, yeah, there there is a good point there that that probably is what make what not necessarily what makes these races interesting, but it certainly does keep them a lot closer together, and and certainly does put that in, um put that excitement factor there. So I I do kind of agree with you on that that it might get a little bit more boring and a little bit more stale, uh, if since these cars are going to be easier to drive or or more suited to drive road courses than in previous years. Which is disappointing because I feel like right now we're like at the pinnacle of NASCAR road racing. Oh like, yes, it is much. so These good. These cars are fantastic for road courses, and it's because they're not built for road courses. So that's a little bit unfortunate. Um, hopefully, they still put on great races next year on the road courses. I mean, and everywhere, of course. But uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. We still don't even know the schedule yet for next it's, year. Um, it's it's um, late August or early September. But there was one piece of news today about the schedule. Um, Did they say if there's more road courses? No, it, it, it's nothing big. Um, it's just the uh, date of Auto Club. Um, what about it? February, February 27th. So they are running one more race there before they tear it up? Yep. Okay. Now, is so that is that track going to be ready in 2023? Yeah, 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 apparently. Okay. So essentially, that probably means that it'll be the second race of the season again. Yeah, yeah. Unless they are starting I think the, five, the season well, early, which is not true. No, I mean, they already announced the Daytona 500 dates, right? Oh, did they? Okay. Uh, yeah, that, duh. Of course they have. And I believe it's the 20th. Yeah, the 20th. So, yeah, it's the second race of the season. Okay, so, so yeah. what's happening with the road course? I mean... You can't, you can't have that race this year and decide to take it off the schedule. That was incredible. Uh, well, Gary, here's the thing. The, road course was, the Daytona road course was a replacement race for Auto Club. Yeah, but you can't have a you can't have a race that's miles better than your average auto club race and say, you know what, let's put Auto Club back in its place. Like Auto Club hasn't done anything good in five or six years either. <laughs> I think twenty thirteen well, was a lot. Uh, well, twenty fifteen was pretty good too, but since I mean, twenty thirteen I mean, is one. Twenty thirteen's uh, Auto Club race is one of the best races ever. Yeah, that was a great one, and, and then after that, yeah. it kind of went mean, down. It's got, it's, it down, has down, the Atlanta down. problem. It's the Atlanta problem. It's too it really damn old. Is, yeah. I I don't know how to feel about that one. If they're getting rid of the Daytona Road Course, I I'm not too sure. I mean, if it's I... probably going to be the Clash, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I want a points race. I, Daytona Road Course is one of my I, favorite racetracks. So. I I, love I, I, the I don't think you're getting it. I, I love the Daytona Road Course, but of the road courses we have now, I think the top two that I would be fine with going away is the the Daytona. The Daytona Road Course and then the Indy Road Course, and that's just because I'd rather have them go away from Indianapolis. I'd say Sonoma, like IRP or something. I'd get rid of uh, Sonoma. No, I think I think Sonoma is still one of the better road courses we go to. Honestly, I, I feel like that's the uh, least thought... dramatic one. Yeah, th- I guess that's true. It, it probably does have the least. It probably does have the capabilities. Although, to be I the think least I think dramatic, the reason. But I think the still... big issue with Sonoma. I mean, I. I, know, I think I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, exactly. Stages, Sonoma, stages have ruined that race until this year. Stages Sonoma, have ruined it. 
and I think it was just luck this this year that it was just yeah. That, that everything so... this year, all like here's the just... thing with Sonoma, it has the most tire fall off of all, all the road courses, mm, but how the stages are far. placed, but how the stages are placed, it doesn't. There's no strategy to be played. Although that's, they tried well, it this a... year. They, they try... eh. Like here's the thing. Let's say let's say somehow we had a caution free Sonoma race. Every lap went green, there's no stages. How many pit stops do you make? Two. No. How many laps is it? Oh, I'm thinking I'm doing like a uh, 93. I'm pretty sure you make three. It's 90. Three. You can do it in two stops, I think. Yeah, three is usually because that I remember the strategy before was it was either three if you wanted to stretch it and then do four if you didn't, or three and then two if you wanted to stretch it. I can't remember what it used to yeah. be, but it was something well, like that. But the tire fall off so big, if the entire race went green, you, I, I, I shit you not, because the tire fall off is so massive, a five-stop strategy could do well. I, I still but think... The tire um, fall off is four to five seconds, almost. I, I think road courses just do stages without the caution. Yeah, I agree. I, I genuinely agree that stage caution. It's not the stages, the it's the caution. That's yeah. the yeah, issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so, I, I, I'd be fine with them getting rid of all the stage cautions. Even, I, well, I, I think it depends. I think I'd do it away with it at uh, road courses and plate tracks because plate tracks, it causes the risk of wiping out the field, which has happened a few odd occasions on the yeah. final lap of a stage. But I think on your normal mile well, and a half, I, throw I, the I caution. I, I don't think that would affect anything at Talladega or Daytona. Well, yeah, you're right, because they're gonna get up there and go, yeah. So yeah. You wanna know, you wanna know what I, well, I know it's also would be interesting for for me, like at a mile and a half, that doesn't have any stage, let's say there's no stage breaks. So I think mile and a half stages are what, usually like 80 laps at the start? Around there, yeah. But But obviously they split it up in 40 laps, right? Yeah, but you can go sixty, almost. Yeah. So let's say they didn't have those cautions. You risk you know pitting short pitting a big time to get those stage points by the time the, the stage ends, but you might hamper yourself later in the race because you had the pit earlier and earlier and stuff. It, I think it would be interesting. It I've would got, be. I've got two scenarios or two ways NASCAR could do it that I want to just like bring up and get your guys' opinion on opinions on. Uh, so they could either do it where they still have the three stages, but then there's no stage caution after stage two, but they do have one after stage two, or they just do the first stage, like they split the race up in halves. So they have still three, uh, still three stages, no cautions. Actually, no, I guess it would still be the same idea. Just make the halfway point into stage two and throw a caution there and then have, basically you have a halfway point caution and then, so you'd have the first half of the race and then the second half of the race. Um, so I mean I, I don't know like a half time. if that's something NASCAR yeah I don't know if that's something NASCAR would look into but I think that would be a better way to do it than the way they're doing it now. Uh, who knows if they could try it and it and it fails terribly and it actually is a terrible thing to do but just to me having like a the first two stages be the first half of the race and then the third stage the last half and there be one caution at the halfway point after stage two that to me sounds better than what they're currently doing. My, my biggest issue is they claim oh it offers. Various strategies. There is no strategy. There well, no, no, not anymore. Now that everyone has it figured yeah, out. That too. 
to. Tech, I mean, technically it does, but also it doesn't really because the only person who's going to go with the strategy of staying out is someone in 20th place really hoping for a timely caution. Yeah. And then, then the only reason they're doing that is because they know there's a stage. Right. Now, and also, too, if they want to say it offers various cautions, they can't make the stage go longer than they can a fuel run. So if you want to offer various cautions, let's say a fuel run in Atlanta cautions. 60 laps. Strategy, stage she means. 60 laps. I mean, yeah, sorry, strategy. Um, if you want to have various strategies, then have a stage caution be after 60 laps, which is how far they can go on a, on a run, let's say, in Atlanta. So, I mean, you, you can't say that you want to offer various strategies, but then still, like, require a pit stop in, in, in stage one, because then the, the obvious thing is going to be split in half, and nobody else is going to try anything different, because it's going to screw them over if they don't get that caution they're looking for. That's how it is right now, though. And, like... There's there's nothing like anyone can do because it's like this is how it is every week. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Michigan, Michigan is a little different. Restarts like, will be good. Like Michigan's one of those oddballs where you're, if you are the leader, you can't stay on the lead lap by taking like fuel only or something. Um, but I see personally the reason why I don't want them to get rid of the cautions at all tracks is just because I like that there's a guaranteed caution. I agree. Kind of make things interesting. <laughs> yes. That's that's the reason I enjoy the stage cautions, but I do agree that they should find a better place or a better way to do it because uh, it does kind of take the strategy out of it. At least like even play stages. races. Play races aren't the same in the first half, man. It's so spread out because everyone, all the manufacturers pick together and everyone's like, uh, we're doing these different strategies and it's just like three single five. To no, be fair, lines. I think that would happen to those tracks no matter what, just because different strategies play out. People don't want to wreck before the end of the race. So I, I'm not sure that stage races. No, really what I'm saying. That much but what I'm saying is, like we've seen this year, like let's say the 500, the Chevy's pit on lap 20 of a stage, and then the fourth will pit at the very end. So there's just two giant file, single file lines, you know, yeah. completely different parts of the track. But and it's just, you're just like, yeah, I, I we, mean, the manufacturer stuff has gotten out of hand, but again, I'm not too sure if that's a stage thing. I think that's just a... It is a stage thing. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not if sure. If there was no caution, why would you pit early at a play track? Yeah, but they're still going to pit together as a manufacturer. Yeah, it's exactly not changing the, the outcome. Yeah, 20 to now lap 40, the yeah but here's happening. the thing. A plate race fuel run is 40 laps, right? All right, the Daytona, the, 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 the Daytona race in a couple of weeks is a 160-lap race, and your field window is 40 laps. Let's say there was no stage cautions. 40, 40, 40. You pit three times. Why would you do anything different? Stage points. But how would you get stage points? I'm not a strategist. I can't help you there. Yeah, let me... In my opinion, is like, at a plate track... I don't really care much because I'm like, they're going to pit together anyways just because they're doing it earlier because of stages. I'd rather is have that all going... 40 of them yeah, but together it, at once. I mean, I'm like, if without the stages, manufacturers are going to pit together anyways. It's the safest yeah. way to keep yourselves without clean. It'll but when would you pit? They're going to pit at a different time, but they're not all going to pit in a 40-car pack. Yeah, it'll, and just because... Same exact thing. Exactly. Just because they're pitting earlier doesn't mean it's going to change what's happening in this race because they're going to do the same thing without the stages Manu manufacturer stuff went away there for a while i think just because teams didn't really care about it much anymore and then all of a sudden 
within the last couple of years, like Chevy's found a way to work together and be extremely fast. And then so the Fords were like, all right, we got to do it. And then the Fords were extremely, extremely faster than everybody else. And then the Toyotas were like, all right, well, we have so few of us and the Fords are monsters. So let's work with the Chevys or just be by ourselves if we have to, because, you know, uh, we don't, we don't want to help the Fords out. I hurt them in the 500s. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. And so now it's just turned into a game of manufacturers again. And personally, I think that's terrible. Everybody says they love it. I hate manufacturer racing. That's that's a whole other topic. But I can't stand it. I, I hate. I'd it. be I'd be like the worst driver in that because oh, like so I'm like I. I'm just I'm, I want to win the race. Let me go. Like I don't care about yeah, working I, with I a manufacturer. Do whatever I thought was going to get me the win, not right. not working with somebody just because they drive the same there, cars. Man. There's an example back in 2011. I remember uh, Trevor Bain, yeah. um, in that fall race abandoned jeff gordon because he was told he cannot work with a chevy a chevrolet car because he's a ford they said leave him that oh that was oh such a disrespectful yeah, move Trevor, but he felt terrible jeff back for the 500 yeah. and couldn't because they were like nah bro and and trevor i you know i mean i guess he was a technically a rookie for the team and didn't want to lose his ride so i can see why he went along with what they said but yeah i remember hearing about that and i did not like it i mean also, I'm gonna say it, and like the lower series stages are terrible because they're too short. Yeah, I mean, but that's just the races are short. <laughs> Not much we can do well, about like, it. Like, 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 do the truck series even need stages? No, <laughs> they really don't. That's like, the one where I'm like, we don't need stages in trucks, and yeah, I mean, Xfinity, you can so get away with it, but the trucks, no, the trucks like, is bad. Like, Talladega stages are 20 laps. Yeah. And you know, hey, hey. Trucks the lower series. Strategy. Well they they wreck before they even get close to the stage break, so I mean Yeah, I mean that's beside but you get the point. It's like there's no strategy in the Xfinity. Yeah, yeah I mean I've never so even short. looked at trucks even without stages. I'm like I never really expect strategy to really be a big factor. Um yeah. but we, we spent a lot of time on that topic. Let's let's move into the actual race. That we watched. Uh-huh. Um, stage one and two, I actually missed. I saw all the all the highlights I needed. So, but Tyler Reddick, I think he won the stages, right? He won both stages. Off of it. yeah, off of the stage strategy of road courses. Um, for Kyle Larson. And unfortunately for Reddick, the guy who was trying to beat in points, Austin Dillon, finished right behind him both times. He he gained two spots on him in stage one, and then one spot on him in stage two. And so. way behind him in the actual race. So. Yeah. Uh, which we'll talk about very, very shortly. Um, but Larson was just dominant at the Indianapolis road course, just like he was at Watkins Glen, at Sonoma, um, really giving Chase Elliott some competition at these road courses. But Brad Kozlowski, he binned it into the outside wall out of Oval 1. I didn't actually see how it happened. but it, so what happened? So he stayed out at the end of stage one. So he was on old tires trying to survive to some weird um, window, I guess. But uh, And then he was just trying too hard, I guess. Oh, so he wrecked himself? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he wrecked himself coming back onto the oval. Nice. Well, I mean, he's wrecked himself quite a few times at the road courses. He's, he's ready for an oval. He's ready to go back. He gets his home track to go back to, so... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of good racing, a lot of action, some spins and whatnot. Didn't Logano go around or almost go around or something? Uh, yes, I, yeah. I believe that he did spin. He almost took out Larson. 
like he clipped his back bumper um, yeah, when he was like going around. I, I kind of remember that happening. I can't remember if it was like a, a Kurt Busch situation where he went way too. No, I think it was a Kurt Busch situation where he went way too hot in the corner and almost hit Larson trying to get slowed down. I, I think that's what happened. I can't. I can't exactly recall, but I know something did happen with him before all the chaos at the end. Um, and then yeah, I mean yeah. So Reddick won the first two stages. Stage three, um, was fairly calm. The fourteen at Briscoe kept missing like the same turn, mm. and like flat spotted his tires. He had to pit like two times. He was doing decent beforehand, but he just like yeah. missed the same turn like out of oval two, um. Like, I don't know how many times they had missed it yeah. on the end, too. But, um, so. Oh, yeah, he... I just want to. Go ahead. Go ahead and go ahead and finish okay. your thing, but I, I want to bring something up in a moment. So he was way off. He was like, I don't know how far back. And then a caution comes up with five laps to go. And he gets. It was like. T- it was, was it? No, I think it was like seven or eight, actually. Eight, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, nine but, to go. But the, the, there was debris in the street. Yes. So. Actual debris. Yeah, it was real. Um, Briscoe, like, gets gifted for screwing up all day, basically. Um, yeah. And so he's in the mix. And then, Jay, what did you have to say? I just want to go back to stage two real quick and just talk about the clownery that is Christopher Bell. I did not just... see this. So, yeah, I want to hear about this. My man goes on a whole tangent all week about roasting Kyle Larson and, and all this kind of stuff and just like, you know, saying that it was stupid. He went to the, go crying to the media and all this stuff and it was something I'd gotten over and all this. And then he goes into the road course and full sends the corner. And of course, I'm mad about it because it's my driver, but he full sends the corner <laughs> and completely cleans out the Benedetto and just it pushes him into the grass and then decides to turn left on him again and keep him in the grass. And it's just like, dude, what are you doing? You talked all this smack all week long, and then you go and, and do basically the exact same thing Larson did and full send this guy and, and ruin his race. I mean, it it completely destroyed the Benedetto's car, and he had no chance for the rest of the race. I would, every single time, I'm like, all right, he's restarting up here in fourth. Let's see if something happens. By the time they're in gear three, he's three car lengths behind everybody else because he's huh. so damn slow. It was just, ugh, <laughs> it made me so mad. Uh, Bell was salty <laughs> all week long, and I was just like, what are you, like, so caught up over this for, dude? Like, Hey, hey, I, I got, I got an idea. He sees Ty Gibbs in the Xfinity series already. He's already on the hot seat. Yeah, he's up. He's he hasn't won. He hasn't won. He hasn't won ten races with Joe Gibbs already. He's already on the hot seat. Yeah, he, he knows that Joe Gibbs reputation. And Hamlin mm-hmm. signed for a few more years, so. I mean, Truex, Hamlin, and Bush are there till they decide to leave. Yeah, they're they're not going anywhere. It's the twenty car. Whoever drives that thing is always the one at risk. Um, from Logano to Kenza to, well, then Suarez had his little stint there in the 19, then to Nell Bell. Um, Although, personally, I think the Ty Gibbs will wind up taking over the 19 when Truex retires. Yeah, I think it's going to line up that way. Um, that, that's how I see it. I think Gibbs will do two years in Xfinity full-time, yeah. and then Truex will be like, all right, I'm hanging does. it up. But, but, like, what if he goes out and wins, like, 12 races? What are you going to do? Keep him I'd there still keep year? him there. I, yeah, he's he's going to be 19 next year. So, I mean, I, I still think he'd be way too young to put yeah, him in the Yeah, he's really no young. No matter how well he does. And that, he's really and, young and, and also, getting a full-time like, ride. This is a huge chance un- for him. Unless he starts seeing a lot of cup competition and still beats those guys every week, then I still think that even if he wins 12 races, you got to look at the field, the competition he's going to have next year. And it, it's not incredibly strong it's not full of guys who have promising cup careers 
So, I mean, even if I, he wins 12 races, you can't say that he's ready for Cup. I can't name a single, like, prospect other than him that's going to be maybe, there. Maybe what? Zane Smith, depending on if he gets a ride or not. Uh, Sam Mayer, maybe. Uh, those like has he done anything? Won a truck race. Sam Mayer? Yeah, he won, he won a truck race at Bristol last year, and people were like, this is, he, this is God. I also don't think God. he's had that many starts to do anything, to be honest. I think he's had oh, he's done Xfinity, that's truck. right. Oh, yeah, he had yeah, a bonehead done... move with Elliot. Yeah. Uh, he's done six starts, and his best finish is ninth. I don't I don't think he's even ran that many races in the truck series yet either, so really, I don't, I don't, don't think know. anybody yeah. can judge on what he can or can't do yet. Yeah. He's just, just somebody you think of that with with what he's done in previous series, and he might have a, a decent chance. My uh, one recommendation. Just, I feel like people are so hyping him up so much. Yeah, my one recommendation oh, yeah, is that's uh, possible as well. Don't try and force it side by side into turn five and six against a Cup champion. That's a road course god in the future. My only tip to him. Um, it's never going to end well for you. <laughs> and then he went and wrecked mm -hmm. himself. Um, but but um, yeah, get you back on the race. Debris. Oh boy. Real debris. Okay, it's real. This is a rarity. Um, well, when you when NASCAR calls a debris caution nowadays, you know there's actually debris involved. So okay, so I didn't see. I I was not watching when this happened because I had to do something. There was a big piece of metal in the same show. spot Wait, where okay, all so the chaos was, was happening. Okay, because yeah. I saw people saying that it was offline and nowhere near people were going to hit and all that stuff. It so was possible. It was possible. It was possible. Okay. It it was going to be unlikely but possible. Yeah. Like, if you went wide out of six, mm, okay. you're probably going to hit it. But if they took it Which like they had been, does. yeah, if they took it like they had been, it's close. But, like, they could have definitely avoided it. But I think it was worthy of a caution. Um, But that brings everybody to the pit lane, except I think four stayed out. Hamlin, Briscoe. Maddie D. Um, there was someone um, else. I just don't remember who. Well, with with Maddie D, he technically had he had literally just come off. Pit yeah, road yeah, Maddie D. Out, so technically, he happened. just pitted. Was it Chastain? I don't uh, remember. He was he was close to the front, so maybe it was four uh, cars either way. Well. And when I saw Briscoe was up there, I'm like, oh god. Yeah, like this dude missed the corner like five straight laps. I'm like, this is not gonna go well. Um, and well, he didn't cause the issues yet, so they all get back going. Larson's on row three, I believe. Elliot, by the way, has a terrible pit stop, so he's way back outside of the top ten, I think. Kurt Busch was the one that stayed oh, yeah, out. Oh, yeah, it was Kurt Busch, yeah, because Kurt I remember, yeah, so they get back going, and Larson is on the left side of the track. Okay, so Hamlin, of course, leading it down into turn one, and then Larson, like, goes way over to the wall to protect over the one car of Kurt Busch. Well, no, okay, how is Larson in front of Kurt if Kurt stayed out? Yeah, he was... That had to be so the restart he after. Got a, he, got a, he got a good restart. And he okay. Got Kurt. Yeah. Okay. He went, he yeah, went in the yeah. Kurt, Kurt didn't have the best restart. Okay. Well, either way, Kurt starts out breaking himself a little bit and gets into the back of the five. Or Larson breaked early. Either one. I don't know. I, well, I, think, right Kurt, I think Kurt broke late because Larson started breaking pretty much at the same time. You're not time even talking about the right restart. Well, which one are we talking are we? about? 
Because Kurt was on the front row. Oh, so this is the other one. Okay. Well, this is the this is the the reason I'm talking about is when the when it happens. Oh, well, I, th- I thought it was too. Because I thought that was the same one where Larson got ran off the course. I don't remember another oh. restart. Oh, I do. I do. But um... I, there was there was three restarts at the end. There was the one where it happened. The second one where Bubba voices chicane and someone yes, goes yes, over yes, the chicane. Yes, yes, yes. And then and then there was the end. So Larson got shoved on the second one. Yeah. So the first okay. one is when. Oh yeah, because Larson got back to like row two. Yeah, yeah, he was he got to third after the first yeah. turn. So I thought the race was over. That's right. I yeah, because it was, was Hamlin and Briscoe going at it, and then Larson was up to third. I remember now. Mm-hmm. And then Truex and then, and then wrecks. They, yeah, yeah, Truex gets wrecked, and there's tons of debris flying. So it's like, oh yeah, I saw that. I'm like, what the heck? Because <laughs> then the next lap, the chicane sh- stuff happens. Yeah. So like, we probably we should have probably known something was wrong. I knew immediately. I, yeah. I don't think it actually was pieces of curb flying, but that was my immediate thought is what was happening because it looked like pieces of metal. It and, was and, pieces, and, yeah. yeah, but I don't think it was pieces of the curb. I think it was pieces of, of Truex's car. But at the time, my immediate thought was is that looks like stuff holding the curb down or parts of the curb or something. And so my immediate thought was, you know, they need to throw a caution and, and nothing happened. So I, you know, and oh, Truex got himself going. Yeah. Uh, Debris went flying so I, everywhere. You know, yeah, like yeah, I like everywhere, and I thought it I saw weird. it. Yeah, I saw it. And I was like, "That is really weird," but I didn't. I didn't think too much of it. Yeah, um, and the next lap happened. <laughs> Hamlin and Briscoe going at it, and yeah. Larson's getting close, and I'm like, "Oh, these guys are done for." Um, and then they go through the chicane. Hamlin goes through. Briscoe goes through. Larson, as soon as Larson went through, Larson I noticed. The one where the issue started. I, yeah, I was like, I was like, something happened, <laughs> and then the 24 hits it, and I'm like. And Something then everybody happened. Everybody just dies, and everyone it, just dies. You just see like a puff of like smoke, just kind of like, come out from the bottom of the twenty four. And then he starts. You can hear the tire starts sliding, and he starts he starts wrecking. And well, the next and thing you also, know, they look down at a dead Logano, and then they pan away, and, and the entire field. So the thing is, is people, I, I, there's a giant overreaction here. I think a bit. Um, because everyone's thinking all these cars are spinning because of the curb, which yeah, is not the case. It's thing. not the case. What what happened is when Byron destroyed his car under the cur- with the curb, it it splayed fluid everywhere. Yeah, and that's, that's what, what everybody started happen. wrecking on. Yeah, I thought so Byron wrecked himself originally. Well. Um, I that's was like, what oh, I thought too in the moment. I was like, oh, he just spun himself off the curb, and then there was yeah. a Logano dead in the barrier. Well, and then so the eighteen go- the goes around. Field. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Then, the, yeah. You saw Logano. He's like, "Wait, something's not right." And then, and then yeah. they showed like the other ten cars spinning on your side. Like, I see Suarez hell? compiling in. I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me!" Um. I still Derek was hoping Jones they would have spun. a. I was hoping they would have a good view of Logano going into that barrier because that was a big hit. They, um, they technically should have because they, they had another camera looking right at the curb. They just never actually showed it for some reason. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, this week I learned curbs are made out of metal. Apparently. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I thought it was going to be like a concrete, like stony material, not metal. I, w- I was thinking like not necessarily rubber, but like some yeah, kind of Yeah, I was thinking like, rubber. I, I never thought too. they were metal. That's what I always actually, thought. Well, it, it's possible that curbs are, it's actually possible that some curbs are kind of rubberish, but Indianapolis said those are specific ones they've used since 2014. So maybe those specific are metal, but still, I didn't know they were metal. I didn't think you could have those be metal, to be honest. 
Yeah, I was like, oh. I mean, you get something goes wrong and cuts a tire. Or takes out the 24 car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now we see what can happen with metal curbs and why none of us really ever thought that they were metal. Because that. And after that, I saw that crash ended up on WTF1. I'm like, oh, God. This ain't good. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that, I, they all went crashing. That was crashing. crazy. I, that was, I, that I said, was a holy shit moment. I said to Jay, uh, there's, there's two things in my life that I wish I could go back and relive again without knowing what's coming. And that's Red Dead Redemption 2 and that crash. <laughs> like, it was like such a spectacular, like, oh my God, what just happened moment. I'm like, I cannot believe what I just watched. Uh, it was incredible. I don't like, I, I react pretty loudly to a lot of things happening in NASCAR, but I don't literally scream, oh my God, too much with that one. <laughs> As soon as Byron started spinning, I like I had a reaction, and then I saw Logano kill the barrier, and I I started like my oh my god started, and then they panned out and saw everybody dying, and I just sat there like what <laughs> am I looking? At? Just like what are we witnessing right now? And that's everyone's like, man, this is the stupidest thing ever. I'm like, this is what I love about motorsports. You don't know what's gonna happen. Exactly. I'm like, this is why like, I it's watch still racing. Something that you can maybe blame NASCAR for, but you can't say it's a complete clown show and completely awful and all this stuff like. There's dangers involved with the sport. NASCAR and Bob Pockers even kind of mentioned this, and I agreed with him a little bit. He said NASCAR seemed to be kind of focusing on if the 19 was going to get away because that was a potentially stopped car on track, and so that was something they did pay attention to. And the lap times for a road course are kind of relatively short in Indianapolis, so I'm sure that by the time they, they had to think about anything else, it's kind of when the, the pack started going through the first couple of turns, and all of a sudden they're at, the, at turn six, and everybody's dying. Yeah. And I mean, so, there's I mean, so few laps like the, to go, right? Like they're hoping they can just finish yeah. it out, anyways. Um, yeah, but I mean, and then, just and like then... the pure pure ending chaos races like that are something I still enjoy because it's nice to have one of those once in a while where just random, just random wacky things happen. And how it creates, often it creates a a topic for us to talk about, and it brings NASCAR into the spotlight, even if it's some for something really wacky and not the most positive thing in the world. It still gets eyes on the NASCAR. And, and gets it in the news cycle again, sports news cycle again, and that's always something good, no matter what. It, well, not no matter what, but for most for most times, it's always good to have NASCAR be in the sports news cycle. Um, but yeah, I mean, the red flag was thrown, and I, it took over an hour to do the final two laps, basically. Um, yeah, oh my god, they did they did like ten pace laps. What was going on? Yeah, People that. We're counting NASCAR for that one too, and that was quite clearly not necessarily NASCAR's fault. That was. I remember. Fault. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, give NASCAR a break here. Like, we're just trying to make sure everything's safe and ready to go. Like, we're gonna, yeah, exactly. We had all this stuff go down where there was a bunch of safety stuff. NASCAR people are ripping NASCAR for not taking safety, and then when they start taking in the exact yeah. same race, like ten minutes later, when they start taking safety extremely seriously, oh NASCAR, what are you doing? Why are you so dumb? Why, why is it taking forever? Well. Because they don't want to have anything go wrong. Well, and if well they didn't... I, there was a there was a lot of things that happened. It was like one well, of the Rick Ware cars imploded, and it's like yeah. oil there was a <laughs> series of events <laughs> that happened in a short span yeah, of time, exactly. right? And and if yeah. NASCAR didn't take the time to make sure that stuff was cleaned up, and we had another wreck where they really could have avoided it, then people would be clowning on NASCAR even more. And it's like, good lord, you people are so dumb. You're complaining about them not taking safety seriously with this curb thing. But now when they start taking it seriously, making sure all this oil and all these fluids and all this tra the track is right, you're going to complain about it and say, what are you doing? Why are you taking this so seriously? 
Oh my gosh, NASCAR fans are the worst. Um. Oh, hey, everyone, I'm, I'm glad the curb was okay. He walked out under his own power. <laughs> and then they took it out. Yeah, we had to get assisted off the field. They, he was they, limping yeah. a bit, but it was they all took, right. He made they, it. They took the curb out, and everyone was like, whoa. Everyone's like, well, well, what happens now? Is Are we calling the race? No. I, I was like, NASCAR is going to run that 100%. Like, why wouldn't we? Um, oh, Jeff. The funny, thing is, the, funny, the funny thing is, is um, I don't know about you, but when they removed it, I'm like, I know what's going to happen. Yes. Like, oh, me and my dad were watching oh, together, and we were like, someone's going to hit that and <laughs> launch. Because <laughs> yeah. you can't, like, you're like 10th place, even like third, fourth on back. You can barely see your the, the curb, right? Your reference yeah. and the normal curve's gone. Your reference point is gone, so you really have to be focused in, paying attention. Well, that's so like one mistake, and obviously we saw what happened on the next restart. But yeah, Jeff Cluck, Jay mentioned. Oh my goodness! Like anybody that's like, this race needs to be called immediately. I'm like, what the heck oh, are you doing? Stop watching thing. motorsports. Stop reporting on motorsports. Like, oh my goodness, that just gets annoying. An incident that was mildly bad but ended up with no injuries we still have a lot of cars left and also didn't completely tear up and ruin the track should be that should call the race yeah no no we, we had a really wacky incident where something happened and now all they have to do is remove the curb nobody's hurt everybody's fine we still have a race to complete there's no reason to call it welcome to motorsports <laughs> um but yeah so eventually everything got repaired and then they did a bunch of pace laps and finally got back going and this is the restart where Larson's third Hamlin and Briscoe still your front row this is the one where Larson gets yes. heated. Larson gets hit from behind by the one car from Kurt Busch so he's already going deep into the corner uh, and then he's three wide he's got DiBenedetto some other dude I can't remember who was on DiBenedetto's right side that guy's pushing DiBenedetto was it Almondinger? so he's pushing DiBenedetto wide while Larson's already about to go wide <laughs> And then, well, DiBenedetto's forced to push Larson wide into the grass, so Larson falls back. I'm like, oh, okay, he's no longer a factor. So I'm like, this is going to get interesting. Um, We're just not going to, we're not going to skip over this, Gary. Can we talk about how you tried to blame DiBenedetto for that? Hey, I was in the heat of the moment. I, like I said, I didn't want Larson. trying to say that was his fault. I didn't want Larson to win, obviously, but I was like, my goodness, like, what the heck are we doing here? Um, But... They go down yeah, into the chicane. People send it so easily. Yeah. Oh, 100%. But, I mean, it's a high-speed, hard-breaking zone at the same time. So, um, yeah. But they go into the chicane for the first time without this curb in turn six. And I'm like, and here Michael we McDowell go. Goes, I, was, I was like, of all people that's going to do this, it's Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell nails this thing. Bubba Wallace, beforehand... Is headed full steam at this thing. <laughs> I don't know how he got in that spot. Maybe someone was, he was side by side. Someone forced yeah, him wide. Side by side. But he does the smart thing. He's like, nope. He, he pulls out. He's like, I'm dipping from that. I'm going wide into the like grass or something yeah. like that. And then I choose to live. <laughs> he got sent to the back because of that. I think he still finished top 10. Um, uh, 13. Oh, 13. Either way. <laughs> after being sent to the back. But. And then both RCR cars got taken. To be fair, out. to be fair, at this point the back is like twenty fifth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few cars that are out and or laps down. Yeah, yeah McDowell um, nails it, spins out. Bowman does a great job, just like no, thank you, I'm not gonna hit you. Bowman, oh my goodness, he did a masterful job avoiding that. 
and then there was so much smoke. I saw the three car go into the smoke. I said, he's going to hit something. Um, yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, he hit something. And <laughs> he then, hit the 34 and, then, and the and wall. Then his, and then his teammate, Reddick, gets involved in the wreck, too. So both RCR cars get out. But Reddick's somehow able to continue with that wreck. Yes. Of, you know what? And McDowell, he he's wrecked. Um, and <laughs> I wasn't surprised. Now, it's so funny. This is- <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be a lot larger than what it was. Yeah. As did I, yeah. I was expecting to see a car four wheels off the ground, like hauling, but <laughs> it was still spectacular nonetheless. Um, it just added on to the, like, to just the, the chaos. We're like, this, this is incredible. And another caution. They even red flagged it for a short period of time. Yeah. It was very short. But we got back going and, again. And then the last restart. As a Denny Hamlin and Daniel Suarez enjoyer. Everything went downhill very quickly in the final five laps of this race. Um, yeah. Um, I'm still, like, kind of unsure what Suarez was talking about because obviously the wreck, I don't think there was anything, like, that he or anybody I else think I, I, done, I think so I I'm get not it. too sure what specific thing he's talking about. Where everybody's I think turn one was a good example of the disrespect. Yeah, yeah like, that's, this four and five wide, this... Everyone is beating. Yeah, instead yeah, of like instead of being considerate. Down for the corner at the right time, is somebody decides to full send because they see an opening there and and can make a hole. Yeah, that that's true. That happened a lot. Um, but for the final restart, Hamlin, Briscoe, Hamlin gets a great launch. He, he's like he's clear of everybody into turn one. Uh, I don't know if he slowed up early or, or again everybody tried to outbreak. But Allgaier tags him from behind, doesn't hit him bad, but Allgaier. gets him. Uh, Almondinger um, hits him a little bit, not a lot, but it was enough to kind of move him around just a tiny bit. And Hamlin goes wide. Well, unfortunately, the 14 of Briscoe's there. And instead of Larson, Larson forced himself through the grass in that situation, stayed on track, didn't take a penalty. Briscoe bails out, cuts the whole corner, and comes back on, like virtually side by side with Hamlin. And, yeah. like, NASCAR doesn't hesitate. Spot, yes. NASCAR doesn't hesitate. They're like, yeah, that's a penalty. <laughs> Stop and go in turn 10. And for the record, the, the radio communications, um, we're not, Frisco, we're not, it's not clear. Yeah, it basically, it, it's so hard to tell, so we're not going to dive into it. But from what we are aware is he did not actually know he had a penalty, basically, at yeah, the time. It, it, seemed so. like it, it seemed like he was being told probably as it was happening or maybe a second after because I, I went through and obviously we i think we've all seen that uh thing posted now on, on youtube of their actual radio communication yeah. and it, it it is quite hard to tell uh but i think i was able to kind of decipher it enough to where the the spotter was told by the crew chief and then instead of saying it on channel one he was accidentally saying it at first on channel two as briscoe was spinning hamlin and so that's when you heard the communication something about channel two and then you heard him say the 10-second stop and go again right after that. So it sounds like he said it on Channel 2 accidentally right about the same time that Briscoe was turning Hamlin and then told him again on Channel 1. And so Chase really didn't know until right after he accidentally spun Hamlin. And NASCAR parked him for that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he got behind Hamlin. And and, and then don't, Hamlin's don't. Uh, spotter is like, don't worry about the 14. He's got a penalty. He's not a factor. Well. And then... <laughs> Briscoe just dumps him. Takes him out. His defense was he was trying to cross Hamlin over to get to the inside. 
just on his bumper. But even in the turn, even on the turn, he was on his bumper. Exactly. Before the It was not deliberate, apparently, to Briscoe. I'm very on the fence. At first, I was like, that was the dumbest thing ever. Obviously, I was upset. Um, and now, and then he he seemed very genuine in his post-race interview. But the more I saw it, the more I leaned back to I'm like, you you beat his bumper off the corner before. And then you, you stay on his bumper and try to cross him over, quote-unquote, on his bumper and just clean him right out. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, but... Act. I I hate I, I I also just hate everyone on social media saying like oh Briscoe's the fucking man dude you, you didn't even try to pass him he just no he wiped him right out and they're like oh well Hamlin deserved that Briscoe was the one that bailed out in the first place and cut the course like he was gonna go wide but I mean he could he still could have been right there with Denny but I'm like that was hard road course racing on a restart does that um allow Briscoe to deliberately take out the competition. I don't think so. In my opinion, obviously, I mean, you guys might have a different opinion, but um, I, I mean, the only reason people are, I, only reason they're cheering Briscoe Hamlet. so hard is because the JGR. Yeah, I mean, what if that was Chase Elliott? That, that's what I'm saying. Briscoe yeah. would not. Uh, he would have needed a lot of security. Um, yeah. it, it, that, that's like, the thing. It depends who it is getting taken out, basically, with NASCAR fans. Hmm. The the yeah. people that are hard on both sides of the argument are just the worst because you have the ones that are just like, ha, ah, it's Denny Hamlin, he deserves anything like that, ha ha, screw him. And then you have the people that are like, Briscoe is a freaking idiot, what is he doing in this sport, all this stuff. Like, okay, with the Hamlin thing, chill out on with the hate on him. He literally does not do, he, he's done one thing, and that is Rick Chase Elliott four years ago. Loved it. And and he, he has not done like all these things that people claim that he needs to be hated for. And and then like with the Briscoe thing, I mean, the guy was literally not told he has a penalty yet. It, even if he thinks he has a penalty coming, in what world are you going to assume that and then immediately slow down and not still go for the win until you are told you have a penalty, you are no longer in chances for the win? Why why would you immediately just slow yourself down and assume that without being officially told? Because technically, he went through the grass, he, he avoided getting in a wreck. He probably could have slammed himself back onto track, but he, he avoided getting into a wreck or making contact with anyone, put himself through the grass, slowed down to let Hamlin by, and then went immediately back to racing him. And and so in his world, maybe he thinks, okay, he did enough to maybe not get a penalty, and until he's officially told, he's going for it. So why would he not be racing aggressively and going for it until he is actually told? Well, the, well, I, the, I, the, the main issue is... is should, not, should not have been racing him. It's just, I, I think it's stupid. I think the main issue is, is what are the rules? Yeah, right? that, that is another thing. That's that's a whole other topic of conversation as well that NASCAR that needs I to think, really, they need to, yeah. yeah. Need to be more clear about. Because yeah. I, I don't know about you, but when it happened, I thought Briscoe was going to be fine. I did too. He, he went in so the corner, I, yeah. he went in the corner side by side, came out of it behind. Uh, so I was I, like, I, I oh, he didn't, he didn't he gain didn't anything. He gained a massive advantage. He, he literally came out behind Hammond and let him by and then went back to racing him. So I, I agree. I actually thought he'd be fine as well. And like, then, what are you supposed to do? What What is Bristol supposed to do when you get forced off? Yeah, exactly. Because he, he can't merge. Like, he can't merge back on because there's cars there. Exactly. That, that's why I'm saying and, and making the argument for he genuinely was going for it until he was no until he was told to no longer go for it, and so that's why I still think that he was he did not know he had a penalty yet because yeah, you're going for. The, I do you know, believe he didn't know about the penalty yet. Ahead. 
I didn't. I, um, I, I would. I would assume so. And then obviously he had to do a stop and go. Sailed it off into turn ten. Stopped. And Hamlin wrecked again at a corner later. Yeah. Um. I don't know how it happened. Yeah, we um, saw it on the 14 on board. He drove it into our... Uh, well, he, Hamlin's got a history at... Um, when he gets really, like, upset, he'll, he'll go and, like, finish himself off a lot. Um, yeah. But then Briscoe got parked for taking out Hamlin. Still finished, like, 26 or something. Yeah. Um, and then all, all of a sudden, here's A.J. Allmendinger leading the way. And I'm yeah. like, thank God it's not a guy like Briscoe because I was just, like, not another, like... Shock winner that gets into the playoffs like Almarola. So Almondinger holds on over Blaney and Larson and wins the race. And I was like, okay. I mean, a feel-good victory at least because, I mean, of course, I mean, he, he blocked me on Twitter like seven years ago, by the way. But, but it was really cool to see him win. I'm sure you guys, I mean, I don't know anybody that hates AJ Almondinger. Um, so it was really cool to see him win. I was extremely happy and extremely excited to see him win. As a, 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 you know what, there was one constellation prize, Gary, with AJ winning. You don't need to hear the talk about if Danny is Danny Hamlin gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. Oh my god, I, I was that's honestly the reason that I was hoping Briscoe would win, not because I want to see Danny make the playoffs, or just because Are I it. want there to be that drama. Oh my and, god, and still that possibility of him losing the play or losing out on the playoffs. Um. Not because I want to see it happen, though. Just because I still want there to be that drama and that possibility. Because, like, oh boy. I think that also would have forced... That happening as well, I think, would have also forced NASCAR's hand to make some kind of change and maybe get rid of winning your end or do something to make the playoff system. Ah, uh, they better. love this. Yeah, they love it. That's, that's what they want. That, that's also true. Um, they want chaos. Hamlin is 22 points behind Larson in the regular season championship battle right now. I think... If he can go into Daytona less than 25 below, he can still win it because Larson's yeah. garbage when it comes to play racing and Hamlin. Well, yeah. we've seen his resume at play tracks. So. I'm, I'm not sure I'd still call Larson garbage at play tracks, but we know how Denny Hamlin is at play tracks. So that alone is enough to be like, okay, we can expect him to be leading a lot of laps. Uh, so, yeah, I, I still think that if Hamlin is within 25 points, or, or around 25-ish points, and he'll have a chance. Yeah, there's still a battle there. Yeah. Um, thing is, yeah. is Michigan has is, is technically been Larson's playground before, so. That's the thing, too. Never Larson know, could go dominate track. there. That's what I was thinking yeah. after Indy. I was like, oh, God, he's going to win again. Here's the big thing. No, 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 It's not that simple. Package. The package. Yeah, all of his wins were completely different. Yes. That's true. But it's also Kyle Larson and Hendrick Motorsports, so I still wouldn't count him out. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I no longer think Kyle Larson is trash at a type of track like I used to think. We thought he was falling he's... off for like three or four weeks. I, I, I well, you got, it's been two road courses. Falling off is is like a, a relative term there because it's not like he yeah. was finishing twentieth. He was still finishing top ten, top five, and being yeah. competitive. Yeah, but he even like winning. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It, like road course racing is cool and all, but I, I honestly don't. I don't care if you're doing that well, Adam, because it still ain't going to matter in the end. Yeah, as many as there are in the schedule now, there's only one in the playoffs, and the the championship still matters, or is still going to be decided by an oval, so I mean... That's how... Like, we got so many road courses, but only one in the playoffs? I'm like, no. Yeah, I think... I think there should be two. I think there should be two in the playoffs. No more than two. Just give us two percent. Two of them, 20% of the playoffs, road course racing. Um, I, I still think that the playoffs, we don't really have to get into a big debate about it, but I'd like to see the playoffs be a variation of each round has a different track or like a different style track. So like a short track road course 
uh, intermediate than like a super speedway short track intermediate, you know, something like that. Like three it's different t- tracks and the rounds. Not my my only thing, but that's just what I like to see. Just get rid of Phoenix as the finale. No, thank you. That's all. That's, that'll be <laughs> yeah, enough to make me happy. We're gonna make do that one first, and then worry and then we go to uh, the, the new finale is Michigan. Yeah. Oh no, no Texas. No. If they, oh, imagine, God. if imagine they come out in like two weeks with the schedule, and they're like, yeah, Texas is the uh, championship race next year. Isn't it already announced to be Phoenix again? I don't think so. I believe so. Yes. No. No. I'm pretty oh sure no, you're right. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> They're gonna prove again this year of why exactly still, we don't need it. Their one of their main arguments for it is that it's a great market out there, right? I don't give a crap what the market is. Oh, even even so, I don't believe that for a second. How in the world is a race in Phoenix, Arizona, better a better market for you than Miami? Freaking Miami! Like, come on! I There's I think no shot. I'm all for changing up where we go to, but go to a place that is proven to put on good race even before this. Phoenix, I'm like, yeah. no, this does this ain't a championship worthy track. Yeah, there's also there's also a point like it doesn't excuse it being at Phoenix, but you're also limited in your choices because of the time of year. Yeah, and the weather and whatnot. I, I think like like Miami like, is a great the reason place. why Miami is a great choice. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, Arizona's got good weather too, but still. You know what? All right, I got it. I've got it. Not next year, but the year after. The Auto Club Short Track, baby. Oh, they're gonna come out and now, just throw that on us. That. That what? would be something. I I wouldn't what? be surprised if they did that. What Jay? I said a race in, in technically in LA because Auto Club is right yeah. outside of LA. A, a championship race in LA that would be something. And actually, at a short track. Or 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 you could go this way, Atlanta, the new Atlanta, Ugh. just for the absolute memes. You'd have Harvick would retire on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Let's do it just so that happens. Goodness, let's get him out of here. I'm tired of him whining every week. Um, oh God, he never stops this year. But like, I honestly don't. Really he has turned into a boomer. That's, uh, <laughs> that's Kevin Boomer Harvick. He just oh, he sounds uh, so old, man. He's like, we should, uh, we don't belong gosh. in the rain. We need to go um, back over. Honestly, racing. Darlington wouldn't be a bad finale either. No, it wouldn't. I think, even though, although, I guess you couldn't really do it because they would take away the Southern Five Hundred and the Throwback Weekend. Yeah, that's also true. Well, the throwbacks in the spring now, so. Um, I think that Darlington is um is also one of those tracks. So that's getting into the conversation of when does it need to be repaved? And I think we're getting very oh, close. Oh, you know what? That that happened this turn week. Turn two. Oh, that's yeah, also they, they true. Yeah, that's also two. true. That's. I'm surprised uh, people didn't go crazy over that. That's going to change we'll the racing in turn two. Well, interesting with Darlington, it's not that old. Well, yeah, but because of where it's at, it gets yeah, eroded. Yeah, surface. And, yeah, yeah, it gets destroyed so quick because of it being near all that sand. That sand destroys that. that what if they yeah. just repave one section per year? Is that going to make the fans go crazy? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, 
we still have to talk about Indianapolis though. But we, let's get into the Darlington stuff in a minute because I it's actually very interesting, right? But let's, let's not talk to about me. But I'll let you guys go on about it. <laughs> um, well, I'll, what I'll Indianapolis stuff was there to talk about still? Well, this, if, I, I mean, AJ won. Um, I, I still I, I want to get into the conversation of NASCAR and they're they're needing to actually make track limits and stuff that's something i still want to also this uh well. let's shout out this shouting out uh eric jones justin haley for their top tens justin i don't haley like justin in haley so. i mean you can think whatever but still he finished eighth in a spire car to be fair have to feel right cars out for that to happen hey he decided to put his car he decided to put his car there yeah, he, he still had to keep his car clean and make it there, so you, you and, can't uh, necessarily hate on or fault him for it. And but. biased me, Eric Jones gets the top ten. Woo! I won the last. I kind of like the last one of the season. <laughs> Even though DeBetto had a really shitty car there towards the end, he survived and he got himself a fourth place starting spot for Michigan. So I'll take it. Yeah, I'll be back to seventeenth at the end of stage one. You know what? Where Suarez is going to be at the end of stage one, Gary? Better than DeBetto. You know, what, I, you know what? I couldn't believe this. That this actually—if you told me two months ago this would actually be happening—I'd call you insane. But Eric Jones and Suarez are now tied in points. Yeah, so. his last like month and a half has been miserable. Yeah, that's. that's I awesome. honestly, honestly, like it's part miserable, but also I'm like, maybe Trackhouse is coming down to earth a little bit because I think I, in the start of the season they they had some like. Way better than they ever should have been. We're running right where I said we should be running now. Yeah. Which is that 20 to 25th area. Yeah. Um, is, is Daniel still able to find a way here and there to like get the car doing better than that, which is really impressive. But that 20 to 25th area, that, that's where we that team should be. And I, I think it's kind of nice that they're getting that wake-up call. Like, hey, this is like where yeah. we're at. So... Um, that kind of helps going into next year. I think. And, and also oh. with that point of where Suarez is running and having his really good point in the season, that was also when Chevys in general were just like the dominant manufacturer. So I, I think that probably had a lot to do with it. And then the other manufacturers caught up a little bit. Um, yeah. So you guys said you wanted to talk about Darlington or something? Yeah, because this is actually really interesting. Um so basically, the it, turn one and two have no grip at all. It's laughable how little grip it has. And now you just added this giant grip strip at the exit of the turn. And you have to wonder what tire Goodyear is going to bring now. Yeah, it brings a lot of things into question. What tire they're going to bring, how the cars are going to handle, how the race is actually going to happen. Because you can't bring a soft, you can't bring, you can't bring a soft tire. Well, not as a soft tire as they've been bringing, probably. It it is going to be kind of a wacky situation when they go to Darlington, um, and, and we've never seen this. We have yeah. never seen this in NASCAR, where one turn lead just gets repaved at a track where like there's three seconds of fall off. We saw it a tiny bit with Daytona, but nowhere near where it was going to affect anything at all because it was one little yeah. tiny patch, and there's also Daytona where tire wear does not matter. I guess I guess Pocono had that grip strip in three, but, but like this uh, is a completely different beast. Yeah, it, it is going to be at least somewhat interesting, and and I'm sure create a lot of hectic for the crew chiefs because they there's no practice for the Southern 500, right? Or do there they is not. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so there yeah, is no if practice. Well, if there's no practice for it, then then that's really going to be a question mark for the. You're crew going chiefs. in. I mean, not so much on lap one, but on t- 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 turn two, you're going, and you're like, you have no grip, and then yet, 
Oh my god! Imagine like you're super loose right before it, and then you hit the then you hit the new pavement, and it just grips up, and you just die. Because like, let's say like you're loose right before the new pavement, and you got the wheel cranked to the right. As soon as you hit that, oh my god! Yeah, because it, it's it, gonna grip up like chaos. It's but interesting. I, uh, I think that's something that, uh, and and I don't know if you guys have the same opinion I do, but I I think the NASCAR. Uh, going back to Indianapolis and, and the stuff that happened, I think they need to mm-hmm. develop some kind of Formula One system for track limits to where they actually police it. They give yes. the drivers a very, very strict, this is the track limits, don't go over it, or this is what will happen to you. Not, this is kind of the track limits, go over it, we may give you a penalty, we may not. This also may or may not be what the penalty is. I, they they need to really come up with a system next season to have that stuff policed, have it policed correctly yeah. and consistently, and and not just you may get a penalty, you may not. It depends on how we feel, kind of like we have now. It's not necessarily like that, but I can't find a better way to describe it. It track limits right now basically don't exist except for like in two turns at, at each road course to where they're like they're really going to cut here, but they really need to be making it a thing all around every road course, everywhere we go. And have it be uh, very specific so these drivers know what they can and cannot do. And that way they stop trying to cheat and then put themselves in situations where either wrecks happen or they get themselves penalized when they weren't expecting one. And, and, and they also have to do something where don't force people off. Yeah, that too. That 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 also is, is something that needs to happen. They, they need to revamp, especially with us going to more road courses now. The, the penalty system has to be revamped for road courses. You don't really need it so much for ovals because there's not really going to be a chance to corner cut or do anything like that. And if somebody dumps you or you dump them, then obviously it's going to be a price for, for both drivers. And, you know, you don't really have to worry about the penalty system, but it's completely different for road courses. And I think that's something NASCAR has overlooked for a long time now. And especially now with them having seven plus road courses a season for the near future. And, and if not further than that, they, they really got to rework a penalty system. Uh, it, it's absolutely crucial because otherwise we're going to start having stuff like this happening. And, and then we're going to also start having NASCAR police it in dumb ways like they are with the huge ass curbs when they could just draw a line and be like, don't go over this line. If you do, you get a penalty. Um, I, I, I agree. Um, I, I think if you're going to cut a corner you sh- and get a penalty, I think you should also get penalized if you're going to go excessively wide out of a corner. Yeah. Intentionally, that is, to gain an advantage. I mean, you gain an advantage by doing that because you can carry more speed. So I, I, yeah. you gain an advantage either way. You should be penalized for it. Like, and, and with that you know, specific and, corner in, at Indy, they, they mentioned they had that giant curb there to the inside because if the drivers cut it, they could go full speed through there and then be like 15 to 20 mile an hour faster going into that corner mm-hmm. down there. And that's just way too fast, they felt like, for the drivers to be going. So that's why that giant curb was there. But well, you, you I mean, can easily eliminate that by making track limits and saying, if you go over there, you are getting a big penalty. I mean, that's why I hated when they freaking removed... And, and you saw this on Twitter with like a lot of the analysts, guys. Like that orange curb in the Xfinity race. I hated that they removed it. If, if you can't find a way to actually enforce track limits, it's their problem that they destroyed their car. I, I don't necessarily agree with that one because NASCAR's reasoning for it is they wanted to put that curb there to keep the drivers from going in the grass. But, like, why why would you put a giant curb there? It, it's where drivers are going to go Why there. It's going to happen, especially if they're too wide. And then also, if you want them to not go in the grass, then 
okay, they'll just not go on the grass because if they do, it's probably going to tear up their car or they'll spin out. There's, there's no reason to try and put that there to have them not go on the grass. They're already going to be trying to not go on the grass because you don't want to be there. Yeah. So but that, like, that curb being there and their reasoning for it was really stupid. I don't think, I don't think it was that stupid. You should be they, out there anyway. They anyways. specifically said that it was for them to not go into the grass, but it's like, you don't need a curb to prevent that. The drivers are already not going to go into the grass. It, it's not like they gain an advantage from doing that, so I don't know why you needed to put a big hump there anyways. Hmm. All right. I mean, I, they need to do something. That's all. I, I, I also think that an easy way to remedy that for next year is just instead of taking that little tiny chicane that basically you do that, nothing, you do that just put a little pin. loop. Yeah, do, yeah. do the little loop, and there you go. You don't have to worry about it. But anyways, that's that's my tangent over with. Um. There was some silly season news again. <laughs> to go over. Yeah. Uh, well, one of them's not surprising whatsoever. It's well, well, ish. One half. A little, one half of it. Yeah, a little add one on half that is... we can discuss quickly. Um, Kurt Busch. Two offers on the table confirmed himself. We already know one of them's going to be 2311, which he confirmed himself a while back. Uh, but the second one, we don't know what that is. I think. Potential, I mean, it could very well be unlikely. Maybe GMS. Um, I wouldn't that, go. That, I don't that, think they're going to be a threat, in my opinion, as like a top ride. But yeah. I was, I was thinking the same thing as well, simply because they have not announced who their second driver right. is yet, and they, they I, said I think they're still GMS. looking for him. So yeah, I think that's the option. What are, What are you talking about, GMS? GMS doesn't even know if they're going full time. That they. Well, either way, that, that's still my opinion. I think you're talking about colleague with the second car. No, no, I still no, think GMS, GMS announced they were going full time with yeah. one. What is it? And then they had it. Yeah, yeah, because they, they, they a got a charter. Car. They were still trying GM, to find GMS a does not have a charter. Did they not? Why well, they're going? They, they have not. said they're going full time. I don't remember them saying going full time. They were considering it. Uh, let me, let me, let me uh, confirm here. I could just, we could just be wrong here. Um. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think Karma. I think Matt's more on the right side. I, I I'm just quickly scrolling, but I don't see anything about full time. So either way, um, I mean, other than that, a colleague full time car is taken, and I don't um, think Kurt wants to do something that's not full time. Well, well, there's one thing, um, with the second colleague ride is. There was talks like if someone came in with sponsorship, they could be the sec- uh, two full time drivers. Well, Kurt, so that's why that. I think it's that. So that's I, why you, I know think, what? you could be right. Because that's why I think it might be colleagues the second one. Because I'm, I'm thinking like I, I'm thinking like well, it's obviously not Hendrick, obviously not Trackhouse, not JTD Doherty. I don't think. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think it matters who the second one is at this point. I think yeah, it's, it's true. I pretty think much the, a lock. Honestly, I think he's going to twenty three XI. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I would agree with that, too. Yeah, but the second team is interesting, but yeah, I agree. It's like, he's going he's gonna to go to Toyota. I think it's too good to pass up. I agree. I, I think that's where we'll see him. Um, great. The no, Bush great. Brothers pseudo teammates? Oh, you know what? That would be a nice way to end Kurt's career, in my opinion. Yeah. But... 
um, there was some Xfinity stuff going on as well. So yes, because Josh Berry, my deserve well deserving. Um, going full time for JRM next year. Well, who's the guy else? Well, Junior said it's possible for five cars, but I don't even. But, but uh, Gregson had an interview today, and boy, oh boy, when he got asked about next year, he looked so dead inside. Now, it was it was like he wasn't even trying to hide it. Was there <laughs> other parts of the interview? I don't know. I wonder if he had that same you... vibe the whole time. Well, there was. Yeah. So he first he posted Bob Parker's posted two parts of the interview. The first part was I didn't watch it. I only watched the second part, but the first part was him asking uh, Noah Gregson about Josh Wise and him getting his win this past weekend, I think, at the Knoxville Nationals. Uh, uh, Larson won the Knoxville. Yeah, yeah, no, but like Josh Wise won something at the track. I think it was one of the main, uh, one of the heats or something like that. I, I you know, I, I also could be wrong. I'd, either way, he asked Noah Gregson a question about Josh Wise winning something this past weekend, uh, and and because apparently Josh Wise is like a. a um, He's a trainer, I think. Yeah, he's something for the team, and so like that was a, that was the thing he asked him about. So he posted that clip, but I didn't watch it, so I don't necessarily know how Noah looked in that clip. Uh, but yeah, he he straight up looked like he he just died. He just watched him and die. Question and and yeah, he he looked absolutely just I I guess heartbroken when he when he asked him that question and wanted to completely avoid it, uh, and and wanted no part of that question. Gonna take a gamble and say he's out at JRM. I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think it's a gamble to be honest. Because here's my thing. I'm. Not, I have never been a Gregson guy. I. I've never seen what people see in him at all. I mean, I'm gonna put it this way: his two Xfinity wins, one at Daytona, and the other one he did send his teammate to Narnia at Bristol. To be fair, this season he's had some bad luck, and he's also thrown away several races before as well. But I, I also agree. I don't think he's the mega talent everybody expects him and thinks that he is. Uh, but you've the, been the in JRM equipment for three years, and you have two wins to show for it, and both of them can be put with an asterisk around them. In the same time, though, aside from Justin Allgaier, how many wins does J does Junior Motorsports in that time span have overall? Like, it's not a ton. Uh, I mean, I guess I can't complain too much because I think the last time that. someone tore it up was when Byron is there. Um, I mean, I shouldn't say too much because Michael and that's still at JRM for some reason, but um, Algaier uh, wins every year pretty much. Yeah, that's gonna be like, interesting. You keep Josh uh, Berry, like, hey, Josh Berry won this year. Like, if they keep Annette over Gregson, I think that's not the right move, but I mean, Annette's got the sponsorship. Well, there's also well, rumors, with... there's also rumors that Gregson doesn't have his sponsors anymore because a lot of it was like funding from his dad. And like yeah. I think his dad in a little hmm. trouble, a little bit. Or has been, yeah, yeah. So like a lot of that money's gone. I mean, um, Junior's talked about it before, and and openly talked about how expensive the team is to run, and and like how much he kind of is suffering for money. So him keeping a net around, like you know, it's not that surprising to me if he's still getting good sponsorship money from him because. It's not like Annette is absolutely terrible and gets him 40th place every week. I mean, Annette does still run semi-competitively for the Xfinity Series. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he, he's there and at least putting enough worth in for the money uh, that's being spent on him. So, uh, but another reason why I was also thinking about uh, 
GMS earlier is because I've also seen a lot of people saying that that's somewhere that Gregson could could end up. So yeah, apparently there yeah. is still a ride open for him I've there. Heard that too. Uh, so, so I guess GMS still does have an option open out there for somebody to take. Uh, they just don't know who yet, I guess. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I, like, I'm just being, I'm just being real. Is, I mean, like, why, why? There's no re. I just don't see how you can keep this guy. Well, yeah, I guess uh, I can, but like, like here's the thing. It's like, well. He's even in more trouble than you think because it's like, well, Ty Gibbs is going to come next year. He's going to kick his ass because he's already doing it. Um, Algaier is better than Gregson. Uh, Sam may or may or may not be better than him. Like, it feels like his shot's gone already, you know? Like, people have already come up and surpassed him almost. Yeah, I agree. Um... I think it also might have something to do with him not being able to fight Orion in the Cup Series just because of where he's at. He's he's technically in the Hendrick Motorsports program, and what ride does Hendrick Motorsports have? Uh, nothing, no, nothing for ten years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, I think it's also a position of he's just been kind of stuck with nowhere to go, and I'm sure that he's not. He's probably looked at other manufacturers and other teams, but I'm sure he's wanted to stay with that Chevrolet uh, program and and be with you know being that uh, whole entire side of things. So I, I assume that's probably another reason why he hasn't really been able to go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I think he's stuck, and he might be out of a ride, and he's in tr- he'd be in trouble out of a ride, to be honest. Yeah, I think he does have the talent to be a competitive Cup Series guy. I think it's just unfortunate with where he's at. He's just kind of stuck, and then... I don't think he you know, can. He, I don't, I've never been impressed by him. Well, my, my I think he can win a Rain Shorten race. <laughs> I, my my point still being, I think it's just unfortunate that he's kind of been stuck with where he's at. He doesn't really have anywhere to go, and now he's kind of... It, his time and Xfinity for him to develop has kind of run its course, and so now he's got to he's got to find his own thing. And, and unfortunately, it doesn't seem like there's much out there for him. Yeah. Um. Oh. There, there was a, another bit of news that came out that out of nowhere. Out of yeah, it just, I didn't even realize it. I think you were the one. There was no rumor. Yeah, yeah, no one was speculated like, anything. Bob Pockers just randomly said it this week. Combined qualifying and practice possible for 2022. Not that. 2022. Not that. Yeah, not what? that. What? The front row motorsports thing. Oh, yeah. Well, that was at the bottom of the list, so I wasn't paying attention. Um, I, I was, I, I had to, I've talked about that so much off the podcast that it's old news already. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, 2311 I mean, I might be buying the that. charters from front row motorsports, which everyone was like, exactly. oh, this came out of nowhere. And I'm like. I, a week ago, I heard the same thing, and they're like, "Well, no, well, that was just one heard, charter." I'm like, "I heard, heard the whole team already." For a long time about one charter, but the whole team, I I heard the whole uh, team. Hey, like it a wasn't. Week ago. I, I, According to Poggers, it was a rumor going around the garage, so I guess it was an actual rumor. It's just not one that had gained much attention in the media. And if, mm-hmm. if you had only seen certain places, you might have seen the rumor. Uh, but now it's certainly gained a lot of traction with Bob Poggers being very direct about that question. Yeah, it was like, out there for everybody to see. He was like, hey, Denny, how's the front row motorsport thing going? <laughs> um, It's bizarre. Just straight up asking McDowell if he feels uncomfortable yet about not having a ride for next season. And McDowell was like, wait, what do you mean? I mean, the way I look at it, I'm like, that team hasn't really 
other than win a couple plate races, they haven't improved really. I mean, obviously the thirty four yeah. has been doing decent this year, but they they had that promise there for a while. Everybody was like, "This is you know one of those teams that's on the come up. They're going to get good, and we're going to see them be a winning team." Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just kind of flattened out. I, and not... I think whoever owns that team this is an opportunity to cash out big time. So yeah, I mean, so I wouldn't be I, surprised. I feel more believable of them just doing one charter. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to be the whole team. I think it, they will I, give I up one. I think it's one charter. Maybe I mean, two. I, I, well, how many? Do, how many do they, do only they have? Two. two. Oh, they only have two. They have the thirty-four and the thirty-eight. Yeah, that's right. Because they used to have three cards though at some point. So I, yeah, I think one. Yeah. I think one it, they'll give up. Um, yeah. They I cash in I mean, on like ten million dollars, <laughs> and then they can yeah. focus on one car. I don't know. I I feel like they do so the whole team at this point. I wouldn't what, be what surprised either way. Driver-wise, have they got going for him right now? They, they don't have anybody young and promising. Anthony Excuse Alfredo, me, who moved up after doing five Xfinity races of mediocrity. I mean, yeah, and, and it's coming terrible. to the Cup Series and not done anything this season. And he's then been they really have, bad, I, honestly. Yeah, and then they have McDowell, who's got his win of the Daytona 500, and then is really only decent on road courses and has a decent oval race every now and then. But is is not the guy going forward to lean on to to build a program around and put a whole bunch of money into. So honestly, I think that if twenty three XI is offering to buy the whole team, I think they do. I take it. Now let's say let's say they buy both charters. Who in the hell is yeah, the, third the third driver? driver? I have no clue. My the most obvious choice for me seems like John Hunter Nemechek. Outside of him, I have no idea who else would go there. Hey, you know what you were saying, Jay? I saw I saw a quote. Uh, on Reddit, Denny Hamlin. Um, yeah, a- after Matty their D. little thing with Matty D, is like, I I got your back, and like, if I have to put my own money into you, I will. And I'm like, oh yeah, I do remember seeing I'm that. Like, and he, you he, never he, know. You never know. So. Yeah. That was after. I, 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 but here's the one thing: there. the dream is still there for me. Do I think it's realistic? I, Not I, really. I, no, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I'm gonna keep on riding the bandwagon of. Matty D screwed unless he wins the race. I, I would say, if twenty three eleven gets three charters, they have already proven they're willing to take a chance on a driver. Um, yeah. well, when, when someone I, comes in with twenty million dollars of sponsorship, is it really a shit it, it, chance? Well, they still took a chance. I, of I perf- think that it would be extremely easy for DeBetadetto to find himself some sponsors. You know why he hasn't? Because up until now, he hasn't had to. He's got that Quick Lane sponsorship and that Menard sponsorship for everything. They are full-on sponsored that Wood Brothers team. He hasn't really had to go and find sponsors yet. I'm sure he could easily find some if he went this out guy, for him. He's an extremely marketable guy. This guy's going to have Michael Jordan. People yeah, he's wanna, also going to be people, on Michael fucking Jordan's people, NASCAR team. Yeah, people want to be on that. Okay? Yeah, he he I'm can like, easily find sponsorship for that. If that if they get three charters, I think DeBetadetto goes there. If they don't get three charters, I think DeBetadetto's not in Cup next year. That simple as that. Yeah. I think Danny Hamlin my, takes my, a chance. My thing is, my thing is, I just feel like there's better drivers available than Matty D still. Available? Yeah, available. Yeah. Who? Uh, technically, like, te- like, legit. Who? Technically, Reddick's available. Apparently. I think. He's, I think over, he's. I, I think I, he's staying. I, I doubt he leaves. Yeah. I thought. But I'm just saying, in a theoretical world, he is technically a free agent next year. Take him any day over Matty D. Any day. 
It's not even else, a contest, to be honest. Who else? If he is theoretically leaving, and, and there is a possibility of that, then I, I guess I would agree with that as well. I think that I, I do agree. I think they are close, but I, I, Reddick is the younger, more. Pro- well, no, actually, I don't think he is younger. I think Reddick's actually kind of old, isn't he? Or no, is that off right little... of this old? He's like 26, uh, Reddick's... maybe. Redick is 25. Okay. Okay, so not as old as I was thinking. I think I'm thinking of Alfredo. But yeah. Uh, Are there somebody who's, think who's uh, new to the series but is older and doesn't Bell. Like would be anyways? Bell's older than Eric Jones. Yeah, Bell's old. He's like 27, 28. Eric Jones is a free agent. Yeah, it's okay. It's Christopher Bell then. Oh, uh, Jones is a possibility. He's proven to be good. Um, yeah, yeah. Though, I think he's staying I, with RPM they, they, from what I heard. Well, he, I think. Well, here's the I, thing. Here's the thing. Eric Jones last year was like, "Yeah, I'm not worried about it." Yeah, but now. Anything. Yeah, but this is a team that can't do anything half the time. Although they've well, been yeah, doing. And also, pretty it's decent. Eric's choice. It's here's the thing. It's also Eric's choice. Eric uh, holds all the power in this. Yeah. In his contract. So. The thing is, is we were just talking about DeBetadetto easily being able to find sponsorship for a third car at 23XI. While I think Eric could still easily do it because I just that team alone is probably easily easily marketable. Karma, you can't deny that Eric Jones has a personality of a freaking doorstop. Uh I'm not going to disagree with that. He he it's does it. not have any kind of personality at all. So I was thinking to, there I, of a I way to try to find him. He's, he's just he's just he's just a vibe. He's just the chillest dude around. Yeah, he just he's just not hugely marketable, but that team still it, themselves is hugely marketable. So no well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with RPM. There's been what five actual sponsored races for them this year. Yeah. So like, Eric's not bringing in the money either. And I mean, we assume we're assuming in the world MediD can get sponsorships, but we don't know. Yeah, we we don't know for any driver. We're just making assumptions. Yeah. Based off of what we think a the team can do and b the what the driver personality and how marketable they are. You know. It could be the, the exact opposite. Eric Jones get all the sponsors in the world, and the Benedetto can't find a single one. But you know, we're just I don't, I don't think that. I, don't, I mean, yeah, I don't think that's a. No, I don't think so either. But I'm just, you know, just being realistic here that it, we could be very wrong. Yeah. Um. um yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure we're gonna find out more soon. A bombshell will drop out the, of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. A, tomorrow. Tomorrow. I was about to say yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. Sure. Really, for sure. Yeah. It, yeah. I, yeah. Next week we'll be recording. We'll be talking all about it. Um, Either that, or in like maybe ten minutes after we're done recording, yeah. it'll just suddenly yeah. drop. And we're all <clears> awkward, <throat> like nine, ten, yeah. fifteen p.m. Eastern Standard Time <laughs> drop. But um, before that, I mentioned combined qualifying and practice possible yeah. for twenty twenty two. Not a huge thing, but it is something worth noting that I guess practice they could be combining them. Oh, it, it well, it there's no way they won't. Um, but I guess they want to combine it with qualifying, which is interesting. So I'm I'm assuming that just means so do it in the now. same session and kind of. It would be interesting, to say the least. Thinking like, let's say you have an hour, hour and a half, one session. That's it, and your fastest practice lap is your qualifying lap. Be interesting. Um, a very um, unique way to do it. I'm also. I would also be very scared. You know about it because let's say i racing is somewhat realistic with how the cars are it's gonna be it's gonna be like group qualifying when this package first came the 550 package came out yeah i guess ha- how that would kind of create group qualifying again unless obviously we barely know anything they might have some work around that they're coming we up we still don't even know what we're running in the next Ex- car exactly next year. so 
it's something we're going to have to keep an eye out for because it would be interesting to see if and they the do that. The big teams have the chassis now. Yeah, they, they, the cars are being given to the teams now. They need to do, you know, whatever, get prepared. So, You know, what um, I find interesting as well is in previous years where every single year from NASCAR's beginning to, to 2018, or sorry, 2019, Practice and qualifying have been a thing, and then ever since ever since NASCAR's gone on TV, pretty much it's been on TV. It's never really been a huge thing that everybody talks about, and it's never really been a huge thing for viewership. I bet if those come back next year, we see a huge spike in viewership for practice and qualifying just because people are going to be aching to see it again, and people are going to be aching to see cars on track as much as possible again. I bet that all of a sudden we start seeing like half the race viewership viewing practice and qualifying, or at least qualifying, and, and we get an actual big viewership in that stuff and fox like will, uh, fox I mean, and nbc cream over it it's formula I mean, one I, practice hits different than nascar practice i'm like um, i want to watch well, f1 no, practice no i agree that i'm not gonna be watching it but like there's a whole bunch of people who want to see it and want it back so i mean well, i'll watch daytona practice it, probably but i'm not gonna give a crap about other practices for the rest of the year um, I, I, i'm not saying what you would or wouldn't do i'm just talking about the actual people you know like the the general uh, population of NASCAR watchers, they all are clamoring for practice and qualifying to be back, and they want it so bad, I feel like the viewership for it would actually be a lot higher than it's ever been. Better be. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what do we got here? Nitro, actually, was... What we do? Yeah, I think so. Um... Unless you guys had something else, real quick, um, I don't. I don't think there is anything. There was no F one news again. So no, literally, I'm, literally I'm like, what the heck's going on here? Like, we're halfway through the break. When? Yeah, like they got what ten days to do that. Um, and we had no NASCAR twenty one news. Yeah, that there was a screenshot in Michigan that I thought the car looked horrendous in, but. Just they look really out of place. It's, uh, focused on Kyle Larson's car, and like yeah, I'm surprised that we've now. Oh, there is F one news. Um, today, Japan Better got canceled. something good. Oh yeah, that, we know why. <laughs> Shocker okay, there. Yeah, we know why. Um, it is expect. It the rumor is to a second coda. Yeah. Um, yeah. wouldn't be surprised <laughs> with that either. So yeah. that's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, we saw that coming. I think the numbers were really yeah. going up. They had a state of emergency over there too, for yeah. that the COVID stuff. So, oh. um, what was it that we literally had mentioned just before that? Nitro. Anyone remember? Not nitro. It was something else. Uh, um, I was starting to mention something, and now I can't remember what it was. I can't remember. I started reading something else. Yeah. Okay, Nitro. Uh, was, yeah, just go ahead with that. Yeah, Nitro was on last weekend. The finale for Formula One was at Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew won the championship. Gail got second in the championship. I yep. no comment. I was, there was a certain person that I was like, "Man, you come back for this race," and I get done by you twice. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Jay I, yeah. uh, was ahead of me at some point. Where'd you finish? Uh, six. Yeah, something like Matt, that. you had to been up there in top five, right? Yeah, fifth. Okay, fifth. There was a safety car at some point. Someone crashed. Um, wow. 
Wahoo doesn't have his wheel right now. Yes. He has not been enjoying he has not been enjoying it to say the least. Uh yeah, but we had NASCAR at World America on NASCAR Heat Five for the Cup series. Mm-hmm. Dominated. Mm-hmm. I, I was the fastest one there. Um Stage one and two, easy, easy wins. Stage three, I was like, this is gonna get wild here. Um I got hit in turn one, sent wide. Then I wrecked myself on the same lap, and I had to make up a lot of time. And I was very motivated in that final stage. I was like, I got to get back to Chaffee and end any chance he has at winning that race. <laughs> um, How did that go up? How did that got work? ahead of him. <laughs> and then I was trying to you run you to down. Yeah, you were trying to stay out the whole thing. I took no tires. I took the splash of feel, hauled the mail. And all it took was one little slip up around I go. And after that, the tires were destroyed, overheated. The Canadian wrecked in Canadian corner. In Canada corner. corner. And I saw Jaffe coming and I tried to speed up as quick as I could. I was like, I got to punt him. Um, and then I wrecked myself again. <laughs> so I don't know if he knows how frustrated I was with him, but I was like, man. Congrats to him on the win, though. I think he deserves to get a win again. Um, one of the nicest guys there. But, yeah, Matt, I was really hoping you were going to hang on there, but you were in a similar ah. situation on tires and whatnot. So. No, I, no I, if, it, if, it tells you, if it tells you anything, I gave up 10 seconds to him on the last lap, basically, right? Yeah. I ran out at the line. Yeah, so it wasn't going to work out either way at the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, it worked out for me tech- still technically because I finished second. I had no business yeah. finishing second that race. Um, so with Chaffe got into the uh, next round with the win, mm-hmm. and this is the final round before the final four, right? Yeah, that's crazy how quick that's going. There's only three mm-hmm. races left till the championship race. I'm just yeah. saying, I'm gonna be back in three races. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the interesting thing, right? Because uh, I don't know if Gary's seen the grid. It's pretty tight all around. It is. I mean, I'm the P1 apparently. I think. Yeah. But it's like that's nothing really to be comfortable about. So. Yeah. Well, one bad stage three and oh boy. Yeah, I said that in my video. I was like, we're 15 above. I'm like, one week I'll be below the cut line if it all went wrong. So. Yeah. Um, um, and in, in the Nitro League, it is very easy for a race to go completely wrong, no matter how good you yes, are. Yes, it is. So, um, um, what tracks do we have? Yeah, Las Vegas. I'm confident there. Martinsville. Don't know. Yeah, I. I not after earlier this season. Eh, yeah. Usually, I'm like, oh yeah, easy win, but no, not and anymore. Then Talladega. Oh. So my goal <laughs> is to win Las Vegas. The last time I did a race there, I won on a restart. Against Jay was actually in the mix for that. Yeah. Um. So I've got. I don't to do that think again. any. I think I don't think anyone wants to go into Talladega, knowing that someone can just win and knock. You I've out. been eliminated <laughs> there before. Don't worry. I have every. I have every intention to go to Talladega and win that race. Jay, you should show up for Talladega. Is that the uh, one you yeah, said you were? Okay. 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 I, just I thought you meant for the finale, but. So I got a good question, Jay. Was that? If I have to win the race and you're second, what are you doing? I have not made my decision on that, to be honest. <laughs> At one moment, I tell myself I'll easily pull out of the way, but the other moment, I'm like, will I actually, though? So I, I don't really know. I, at this point, I want to win as many as I can. 
Well, it, but if I won Vegas, say, I'd help you. It, it, it's all it's going to be situational, I guess, depending on who is behind. That's the thing. That, that's that's, like, that's the interesting thing. If you need thing. a win to get in, you know, it's like. Well, that's the interesting thing with this. We've never. We, imagine like everyone be like five points away from each other. That dagger race will be insane. The the tensions will be high. Content. <laughs> I, I think we will legitimately will uh, not see. A, is this uh, how you is this uh, how you break JGR file. at a play track? You have to make a battle for the final final four. Spot. If if I if I win at Vegas, it makes it a little bit easier for you guys because then you got me guaranteed to help. Or I mean, if you get two good, if you get a really good points race too, right? Because you got you got fifteen points. Let's say you increase it to twenty five, right? And like, if well, yeah, if I go in, yeah, like if I have like a gap like that, then. I'm not focused on winning, you know, I'm just focused on doing what I need to do. Yeah. And and see what how everything else play out. I mean, basically the way I can guarantee it is if if I wind up in the lead and say Karma or Gary's behind me and they either one of them needs a win to get in, then I probably won't battle them because I don't want to be the guy who showed up for one race out of like the last ten and ends their season. So I'd probably pull out of the way. But like if you're behind me and you don't need a win to get in, then I'm probably still gonna go for it. Whatever happens, happens. I look at the yeah, wild card for me as Martinsville. Yeah, like, I think, I think we know what not to use this time. We ran what, what was we ran the wrong preset. No, like, wait, wait, no, it wasn't really the preset. It was the adjustments. We just put in so much wedge. Just like oh, the theory would be oh, in the long run, we'll be so fast because yeah, I remember I couldn't turn to but, save my life. Yeah. I kind of learned, and especially after Bristol, because I had the same mentality about Bristol, is like, you just have to fight through it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it worked great for us there. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Martin, Martinsville that was is like something else. Martinsville, Martinsville looseness is a whole different level than it's horrendous. Bristol. <laughs> it's, it's, the tracks actually honestly got awful. I, on NASCAR Heat, I'm going to be real. <laughs> No, it's not I mean, good. um, it's great on iRacing. It's amazing on iRacing. <laughs> but um, NASCAR Heat, nah, not it, not it, Chief. Vegas, um, Martinsville, Talladega. It's gonna be interesting. The, the last two guarantee it'll be interesting, especially yeah. if the maybe like two guys are up front going for a win to get in. Um, if I if I find myself up front, I mean, I showed what I'd do in the regular season. So man. So, and you want to know it's going to kick everything if someone outside the cutoff wins. Because, like, the top four is you, Jonathan, Andrew, and Mahu, yeah. which I would say has been the four fastest all season. If someone, if, like, I win or combat wins, one of you guys ain't making it. I know. That's why I'm like, I, I'm looking at Vegas. I'm like, I got to win that. Um, I'm just hopeful we go to Martinsville and you're leading and I'm second. I've been waiting for that. Road America, I, it was building up. I'm like, oh my god, this might be the moment. <laughs> I honestly, I, but the thing is, is like, like I knew I couldn't fight you. Like with, like before you spun out, like I had, I knew I had no chance. Yeah, I would just have to let you go. Um, well, here's the thing: is that I'm trash at Marsville in this game. So yeah, so we'll have but, to wait. But, but I was trash at Bristol 21. too. So I guess. you never know. Um. There was eye racing too Sunday night. I didn't do yeah. it. <laughs> How was it, <laughs> Matt? It was a race. How many were there? 
Not enough. Uh, what track? Darlington. Darlington. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. What's wrong with Darlington? No, just the thought of so few people at Darlington. That would be miserable. Yeah. I don't know what to do, dude. Did you win? No. Oh. Oh. I made too many mistakes. I thought about I was like, I wonder why this is an issue. Is it the marketing of the league that like do we have to add an incentive? Like uh, Gary will give you a shout out in a video. Well, 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 well combat was I'm gonna call him out in chat a little bitch. Because he's like the setup sucks and he left. Setup didn't suck if this, the track has no grip. This is Darlington, man. But, um, but uh, how are we going to get more people? Or not more people, but get people to show up. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's tough with iRacing. And it's like, you've done videos. We've done Twitter posts. We've done all this stuff. And don't... We have made the effort to try and make it happen. I, I feel like you need to get away from trying to get Gary's community into iRacing. Because I feel like NASCAR heats one thing, but trying to get people from Gary's community in for from his, for iRacing, sorry, is probably like a whole different animal that's not going to work out that well. It, it, well, yeah, here's the thing. There's 36 people on the roster and only... There's 36? On a good, yeah, there's 36 on the Good roster and eight, and eight people show up. Eight, eight on a good day show up. I, I think that you need to find some, like, maybe subreddit or forum or something to get people and, and not do it from, like, a YouTube video. I think if you found an actual, like, forum or subreddit with people actually looking for leagues and stuff, that's where you'd get people who'd want to show up and be there for uh, every race and all that. Well, we're kind of stuck in a never-ending cycle where people are going to see see the league. Oh, only eight people race? I'm not racing that. It's a never-ending cycle. Well, if you get new people in that actually show up, then you won't really be in that cycle anymore. What, what That's is, what I'm saying. I think if you get committed people who actually want to be on iRacing and are looking for iRacing leagues, then, you know, like, you, you, you'd be able to find somebody that way. You get people to show up. I, I think, as well, I was, like, thinking, like, what what, what is PSES doing that's getting all these people to show up every time? Um, well, they have that, a big broadcast. That's, that's yes, that's exactly where I was going with that. Watch and all that kind of stuff. Here, that, the broadcast would definitely... Money. That's another thing they is... There's an incentive to race. Yeah, that too. When it comes to sim racing, it's a lot more difficult yeah. than just slapping on your arcade NASCAR Heat 5 and showing up for 45 minutes to yeah, go around. Are, yeah, people actually yeah. want to do it kind of competitively. Yeah, iRacing... For money and all that kind of stuff. iRacing is miserable, okay? The car is hard to drive. <laughs> and <laughs> That's that's kind of what you I gotta, wanted to say. Like, I feel you, like people just don't enjoy it. That's why they're not showing you got to fight the car the whole time. And I'm like, oh my god, why am I doing this? Um, <laughs> and then... There's got to be an incentive there, okay? You bring in money, that's that's going to do it. Um, a broadcast, is, though, people have it in I'm not a bottomless bank here. How much yeah, does PSES offer? I'm not too sure, but I'm sure it's not just like five Like money, what do they pay? Do they pay the winners or the champion of the series? I don't think so. Okay, um, so then it's all the broadcast. Well, yeah, it's probably just the broadcast and the popularity of the series. If, if people see they can get on a broadcast, uh, it's is weird. Thing, uh, you know, that but I'd be but you want to know, you know what the never-ending cycle is? 
Who the fuck's gonna broadcast a race with six people? Well, that's why we market the yeah. crap out of it, saying this is gonna be broadcasted all season long before the season starts. Yeah. Okay, because, I mean. Which again, that goes along with something that me and Gary have been talking about for the heat side. We could do that for I racing. If Jay gets his, where I can. yeah, if you get your PC set up, we broadcast the those races. I yeah. I'd, I'd gladly pull out of I racing in a heartbeat from the driving side. Oh, I'd I'd be more willing to do I racing commentary than I would NASCAR. Or, well, yeah, I mean the well, system's so good now, with but, that and yeah, whatnot. And, and yeah, so I'd be willing to do that too if I can get it set up right. But it's also not like at the moment I have a huge following. Gary does. He'd, he'd be able to get. Oh, some, we could we could make it happen. into it as well, but at the moment I got a following that I need to build up. So I I wouldn't bring a whole lot of attraction to it. But Gary certainly could. I can't. I don't. My my following is. Anything. Yeah, that's true. You you have a pretty good one as well. So what I think no, you I would don't. do is, I I mean I think your YouTube's doing better than the Twitch right now. Uh, I mean, and and for your size on Twitch as well, you you get a decent amount of viewership pretty yeah, much every stream you do. So, especially yeah, the uh, Heat Five. Yes, people are people like your your Nitro stuff a lot. Yeah. But I mean, you're at 147 subscribers on YouTube now. 37 views on your last video compared to like six months ago. What were you doing? Now you're getting 30, 12, 43, 15, 16. And that's six months ago. And three days ago, yeah. you had 37. And also, I don't know. I don't know why NAS road course, Indy road course. I saw that one. I was like, oh, okay. racing, it's like it's popping off for some reason. I oh, think indie road course in general is like is a clickbaity thing right now. Um. Also, another thing is like the thumbnail's terrible on it. I literally forgot to do. Get yeah, I looked at it and I was like, "What the heck was that?" All right, all right. All right. So this, <laughs> so this is what happened. I forgot to get a thumbnail, and I was like, I was going through my stream looking for like anything that could work for it, and that was like the only thing that could. Oh, work. I see your webcam too in the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like, this is the only thing that can actually work with this. Whatever works. Um, yeah. I always forgot um, when I first started doing it. Yeah, well, you saw the one I got for the MIS one. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. That, that, that'll do, that, <laughs> that could do good. Um, I'll try to spice it up. Um, I, 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 I was behind. I'm, I'm one of the cars that, like, coming to the line, actually. I'm the car, like, coming to the line, the orange, white, and black one. So <laughs> that was in front of me. I was like, oh, no. I haven't done an NIS in a long time. Um, yeah, I just, I kind of fell out. I mean, of it. it's just hard. It's not also for you. It's like there's never a time for you to do it. Yeah, like all right, you got Wednesday at five p.m. Which usually you I got, just got home from work and I have to do a YouTube thing. <laughs> yeah, Thursday at tomorrow at nine. Yeah, I'm available at that one, but but you are you gonna spot for me tomorrow? Oh, you got PSES, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably be um, there. I know you work Saturday Saturdays, and there's one at Saturday at noon. Yeah, I'd never have a chance for that. Yeah, and then there's one Sunday night, but that's when Nitro is. And usually uh, I'm either doing that or not doing anything at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, Where is Nitro going this weekend for everything? F1's done, well, actually. Obviously, so. for, yeah, for, for till the 4th of September. Um, I won't be there. Okay. Oh, I highly doubt I make it from the racetrack back home in time for it. 
saying it's a 3 p.m. start. <laughs> um, ISS. The meme, the meme track itself, Gary. Oh. Okay. With five people. Fine. The I'll I'll be there. Oh. I'll be there. <laughs> Please. Please. It's a play, it's a, play, it's a play track in my eyes. I'll be there. <laughs> what what the six people? I I love my plate racing no matter what. Um, yeah. Um, and then Heat 5, we go to Vegas. Yep. And... Wait, so you're not going to be at the iRacing one? No. Oh, you know I what? Think... Maybe I won't be there. <laughs> we'll see. I'll be honest, you're not there. I have very little interest. But we'll see. Um, uh, it depends on who's all there. Um, I think... Ch I mean, Chaffee will be in charge, I yeah. guess. Um, yeah. Um, I guess all we have is predictions for this weekend. Yeah. Where are we? Michigan. Matt's going to be at the race. Oh, boy. But there's new COVID protocols in place. Yeah. But we're not going to dive into that. Um, uh, so. My dad was like, I don't, I, my dad was, anyways, was like, I don't want to go early. <laughs> anyways, so I'm like, eh. Whatever really works. Bother me. Yeah. I'm just going to watch the damn race when. So we have no F1 again. Yeah, it's just NASCAR to predict on, which means I need to bring up the number generator. Jay's been getting um, first pick like every single week. Just about every week, yeah. So we're going to look at this. I'm one. Jay's two. Matt is three. So we are going to hit go. Oh, look at this. Matt gets to choose first. Have you ever right. gotten the first choice? Game? No. I don't think you have. <laughs> no. All right. All right. This is the week. I think this is the week it finally happens. Danny Hamlin. Bold. I respect it. Okay. Danny Hamlin. All right. Go. Oh, oh look at that. It's Jay. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I got no idea who I want to pick. Um. I mean, my mind wants to tell me Larson. But like, I don't know. Uh, Kyle Larson. Oh, all right. My mind says whatever car gets out front on the final restart. <laughs> yeah. Because you ain't passing them. <laughs> um. Poof. Let me think. I'm gonna say I don't think it's gonna be a Toyota. If it is a Toyota, of course I want Denny. Uh, Daniel Suarez is not gonna be a threat. Yeah, there's no shot. Um, hey, man, all you have to do is stay out on the last stop, man, and just hope to I mean, clear them. If, if you can stay ahead, I mean, all you got to do is just give them the dirty air, and you're fine. But the dirty I air, baby. am going to say... Uh, I'm going to go for, like, a curveball here. <laughs> William actually, Byron. I don't think that's that much of a curveball, to be honest. I think it's either, like... Hamlin, Kyle Busch, or Hendrick at this point. Ah, uh, so Matt's uh, yeah, Matt has Hamlin, Jay has Larson, I have Byron. Have you actually been keeping like track of who is successful each week and and or do I we usually keep forgetting? Okay, I couldn't remember if we actually decided to keep. Track I think this year or if starting playoffs, we we'll year. really like dive into that because okay. I mean we came up with it on the fly halfway through the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um that's gonna be a fun episode when we get there in a couple of weeks. 
Yeah, starting playoffs will dive right into it. Be like, okay, a notepad. Grid time, like, baby. Yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah, baby. we're going to, after Daytona, going into playoff week, we're going to go through our own, everyone has their own playoff grid. We're going to do a whole thing, give our reasons why we think each driver is getting eliminated here and there, and why we think a certain guy is moving on and win the championship, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I was going to say we could maybe make that episode primarily about playoff predictions in the playoffs. I, I think we also, could. I think the week well, that F1 returns. Yeah. So there'll be at least some other stuff to talk about too, but... It'll be a lengthy uh, episode. Yeah. Well, we somehow made uh, talking about this Indiana. episode... Yeah, no, this is our longest. Yeah, 100%. I was looking at the time. I'm like, oh my God, this is going long here. Um, We've been going for two hours and seven minutes. Yeah. But I, I mean, that pretty much wraps it up there. So this weekend, Michigan could have something crazy to talk about. You never know. Maybe if some fuel strategy comes into play and we get a surprise winner or something. Um, We'll have to wait and see. But only two races are left in the regular season. Hopefully there's some F1 news or some silly season NASCAR news or something next week. We'll have to wait and see. But if you guys enjoyed, you know what to do. We have made it to episode number 30. That is 30 weeks that we have done this, which is already crazy to think we've gotten that far. Um, it does not feel like 30 at all. No, it doesn't. Nah, like maybe 12. <laughs> if that. That means, that means it's fun. Yes. I mean, it is nice to kind of sit down for a couple hours and express my feelings about an NASCAR. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you guys enjoyed, you know what to do. We appreciate you guys listening on any platform, YouTube, Spotify, Matt's stream, Jay's stream, anything. Um, so yeah, if you guys enjoyed, you know what to do. We will see you guys next week after the Michigan race. Have a great night, everybody.